0: What's up, milkers? Welcome back to another week, another episode, another podcast. This is a very special one, but we'll get to that de- get to that in just a moment. The beer this week is Pumpkin. This is an Imperial Pumpkin Ale brought to us by the good people of Southern Tier Brewing Co. of Lakewood, New York. Made with loads of pumpkin puree and pie spices. This beer is definitely liquid pumpkin pie. The best part is that I have personally aged this beer for one whole year. Here in the studio, which has unlocked a whole new play, favor, flavor profile, it has an ABV of <laughs> <laughs> it has an ABV of eight point six percent and a Comcast rating of four point five out of five. As always, please drink responsibly. Welcome to the show, everyone. Now let's get into it. Twas merely just three short years ago, almost to the day, in fact, when a young man who you may know was sitting in his living room enjoying a nice cold bre- beverage and taking a long puff from his tobacco pipe then suddenly an idea struck him that idea was a deathmatch a death match to end all deathmatches and thus as the story goes the first cumcast halloween deathmatch was born and so my dear friends the rest as they say is history creature was stirring not even a mouse but the creeper was stirring outside your house you
1: yeah, know i don't like where this is going <laughs> ah. excuse me goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> what's up
0: everybody welcome back to another episode of the ComeCast. as always i am your amazing sexy glorious host ryan and joining me as always is cody and special guest not cheyenne she decided to opt out because she got tired of hating. So, whatever. <laughs> Special guest, Jeffrey!
1: Hey, how's it going,
0: y'all? Man. Thanks for having me on the show. Not a problem. Welcome to the show, Jeffrey LeFave, a.k.a. Moose. Moose!
1: That's it. That's all. That's all that needs to be said. Awesome. Yeah. I'm very glad to be the arbiter for your tournament of, how would you describe them? Tom, Halloween
0: villains? Evil people? Spooky tomfoolery. Yeah. Celebrity deathmatch, but scarier. Yeah. Okay. The plastic surgery is real
1: (laughs) well i'm very excited to participate in this it's been a pleasure sharing drinks with you previously i'm glad we could get together to do the same and cherish exactly why we love these spooky villains so much Mm, yes super excited to have you guys welcome to the third
0: year in a row I hope you all like my impromptu introduction. I'm pretty proud of it. Uh, if I do say so myself, give a shit. Well, I thought it was nice. <laughs>
1: where, where, where was yours?
0: <laughs> Don't need
1: one. Okay.
0: But it is time. Once it is that time once again, folks. It is the annual Halloween Deathmatch episode. Arguably, our most fuck around fun time episode of the entire year it's the third year in a row if you haven't listened to any of the others please go back if this is your first time listening go back to the two previous years the episodes are labeled halloween Deathmatch. go check those out it is by far probably one of the most fun times we've ever had on this show it's now. our best episodes i yeah. don't listen to the episodes but i have listened to them multiple times and I laugh my ass off. <laughs> we don't we don't censor our burps on the show. That's no. fine. We I'm sure it's going to happen. <laughs> yes. yeah, it's definitely going to happen. Yep. Carbonated beverages. All <laughs> we don't censor burps or farts. So because no, <laughs> I, I would listen to the last episode, I listened to the last fucking episode, and you, you you were talking, you were getting right. You had some character. I go. I don't remember what happened. you are like, all right. <laughs> You're like, all right. So. Freddy, right? And then you just farted? And I was like, so apparently Freddy just farted. <laughs> no, so not a big deal. We've actually gotten compliments uh, on, like, comments and stuff like that that people enjoy that we're just unadulterated and unapologetic and burp and fart on the episodes. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. So we've had that compliment in the past, and we're just going to keep it going. Cause real. Why would no, we not want to be ourselves? Yeah. Yeah. Facts. Exactly. All right. Without further ado, let's get into this bracket. We've got 24 Creatures of the Night Monsters. Characters, what do you, whatever you want to call them, historically, comedy, all the way from murder, all the way from Tim Burton, all the way from just any faceted horror-style movie that you can think of. We have a solid 24-character lineup. The same bracket as usual. I have changed a few things up a bit. I have actually randomly generated the brackets in the past. It has taken up a little bit too much time. So Pre-planning. I, yeah, so I have pre pre I, I created an intro, I pre- pre-planned the bracket, I'm just, I'm on my A-game right now. Effort. Yeah, so I'm on my A-game right now, so, in the past has taken up a little, too, a little bit too much time, however, we are here and we are prepared and we are ready to fucking go. So, I have another random generator with just Ryan and mine's name on it, and we'll just run through the bracket as is, and... Are you ready to spout all the bullshit you can think of in your fucking brain? I was fucking born ready. <laughs> okay.
1: Let me say this: I want a good fight. No foreign words. No foreign objects. Let's do this. What's a foreign word? I guess I'll have to put my hairbrush. Away. As long
0: as it's in the dictionary, it's not a
1: foreign word. Mm. No.
0: <laughs> and the dictionary is ever expanding, so yes. Yeah. All right, the first lineup we have here is Ted Bundy versus Pennywise.
1: Oh, wow. Two heavy hitters right off the bat. <laughs> yep. Exactly.
0: I'd, I'd say they're all pretty heavy. <laughs> they are. Yeah. They yeah. are. And, in, they... in mass and mm-hmm. killer count.
1: Exactly. So, who's is who's here?
0: So, I think that's who, what we're doing. Who would you like in the matchup, Pennywise <laughs> or Ted Bundy? Um, I don't know. I guess I thought we were going to do you did it and then I get to pick. Okay, if I won. Okay, and if you won, you get to pick. That works. That works too. All right, spin the wheel of inevitability. 50% possible. And the winner is Ryan. So what is it, Ted Bundy or Pennywise? Ooh. Pennywise. OG. All right. OG thugging. You get the first draw. You get the first draw. All right. I won. All right, all right.
1: (laughs) So tell me why Ted Bundy,
0: Cody. (laughs) why ted bundy ryan actually picked ted bundy excuse me good good old tedward tedward and fredward coming up (laughs) so i'm gonna try to essentially make this story uh to where ted bundy basically murders pennywise or sends him to the hospital or something he he just can't fight anymore yeah so that is my main goal and that is the whole thing is it's one v one so ted bundy Pennywise. <laughs> you should remember you have. In a field. Basically, yeah, 1v1. A field.
1: A field. So this is like Smash Brothers for the modern era. Yeah. Basically.
0: I know Pennywise last time, like... Pennywise is just like a fictional thing. He's more a fear representative. But the actual thing is like the spider in... Save the, it for your turn, sucker. The spider in the fucking... Alright, alright, alright. Set the scene. So we got Ted Bunny, He's just bebopping around Florida. You know what I mean? He's just... Florida, around, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just bebopping around Florida, man. Southern Florida. He's just living life on the beach, you know. He didn't actually go to jail. That was a lookalike. Um, Looking for hussies to kill. Yep. Hussies. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> Trolls, if you will. So uh, so he's just bebopping around Florida, you know, like Everglades region. He's just hanging out, you know. He's, you know, walking through the park. You know, that's where he started out, just walking through the park. He was like the park rapist or sexual offender, or whatever. So he's hanging around in Southern Florida. And uh, he walk he walks past this drainage grate, and he hears something. And it's like, "Hey, hey, come down here!" He's like, "Hey, is this your boat?" And he goes, "Ted Bundy's like, I ain't got a boat." He's like, "He did actually, yeah,
1: he did have a boat." <laughs> it was that's, a, what, that's it, what he was known for most it was, of all. It was, a <laughs> <schooner>. Avid, <laughs> it was a schooner. Avid nautical specialist, Ted Bundy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he's like, "I ain't got a boat. It's at home." And he's like, "No, come come down here." He's like, "We we'll all float. We all float down here." He's like, all oh, right, about that shit, man. I got some girls to kill and shit. He's like, I'm going to go make my way. He's like, no, look, I've got ecstasy. And he's like, oh, Ted Bunny, you know, never, never, you know, wanted to pass up free ecstasy. <laughs> so, <laughs> never. Mom, light so, like candy. <laughs> so, so he reaches for the ecstasy and Pennywise pulls him down into the drain grate, and now it's on. You know, three, two, one, ready, go, fight. Ted Bunny's like, hey, man, what about that ecstasy? He's like, there's no ecstasy. I'm here to... Murder yeah, you. everybody knows ecstasy is a Florida sweet tart. <laughs> yeah. No. It's like, I'm here to
1: murder you. A Broward County tic-tac. Yeah. Yeah. There
0: you go. So, Ted Bundy always carries around his signature, ligature. You know, he's always got a rope in his back pocket. You never know when you're going to need it in Southern <laughs> Florida. So, he pulls out his rope. a does a kick flip, and uh, basically jumps and pounces on the back of Pennywise. Takes that ligature and sticks it around Pennywise's neck. Basically just strangles him to death. And then... He cuts his head off using a rusty tin can that he found in the sewer because that's where they go. And uh, then he skull fucks uh, Pennywise's head and then climbs out of the drain, walks away, calls the night, and then he goes to Florida State University. And that's, we all know the story after that.
1: Go Knowles.
0: (laughs) Yeah! All right. (laughs) It's Pennywise, right? Beat bopping. beat bopping around, in the, beat bopping. <laughs> beat bopping around in the sewer. Beat bopping. around in the sewer. You're going to hear beat bopping about a thousand times today. <laughs> beat bopping around in the sewer, right? <laughs> just chilling. Mind his own business. He sees a rat. What's up, rat? <laughs> he just keeps strutting. Strutting. Laughing. Singing. Whatever the fuck he does. Popping bloody balloons. You yeah. know, <sighs> No big deal. You know how he rolls. So yeah. He um, looks out the sewer and sees old Tedward in a cast. Hey. <laughs> just trying to strap his boat to his bug has a little lady, and uh you know, Pennywise wants in on that action. So he just kind of pokes his head kind of through the grate, a little sideways like a cat beat through B-bops a fence. beat his head through the grate. Beat bops his head through a grate. <laughs> and you know, I'm not going to do the voice, but I could do the voice anyway. He's like, "Hello there, hey Teddy, hey, Teddy, Teddy, what are you doing, buddy?" <laughs> He's
1: it like, sounds like Timmy on the South What you doing, buddy?
0: I was expecting something like, beat, beat Teddy.
1: Beat, 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 beat Teddy.
0: It's like, what are you doing there? It's like, I'm trying to lure this hooker in my car
1: so, a I, can, so I can decouple. She was not a hooker. The proper term is sex worker.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's a fact. Oh, trying to lure this sex worker in my car. No big deal. It was like, oh, well, why don't you come down here? Got a boat down here. So, anyway. Pennywise ends up luring Freddy closer to the sewer, and he leans down to talk to him, and Pennywise has a dollar, and everybody knows Freddy's cheap. Or not Freddy. Tedward's cheap. Tedward's cheap. Yeah. That's that's what
1: he was known for most of all, actually. (laughs) He he tipped like 5%. He did.
0: (laughs) Cheapskate. Anyway, so Tedward wants a dollar, and Pennywise grabs his arm when he reaches for that dollar and rips it off, and Tedward... Bleeds out and fucking dies. No boat, one crippled arm, and he's dead. Just like that, because you can't defeat fear, a ghost, inanimate. Some
1: would argue that Ted Bundy is fear itself. So. I said that last year. <laughs> <laughs> so that's all that John F. Kennedy said we have to be afraid of is just Ted Bundy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I would be. That's what you're talking <laughs> about. Yeah, specifically. Did you know Ted Bundy was in the observatory? It was him. <laughs> the observatory?
0: Yeah. He had the gun, man. Pew, pew. pew, pew.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's <laughs> the it's the book depository.
0: <laughs> What'd you say? It was in the suppository. Whatever. Whatever
1: building
0: is. I think you got that from Full Metal Jacket.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's in the suppository building, sir. Well, as someone that's going to be tasked with deciding between these delightful slices of scenery, Ultimately, I sort of had a concept in mind And the first of you to have touched on it Was probably going to be the one To win this mm. But I'm going to hand it to Ryan For mm. grasping that Pennywise cannot just Merely be beaten into submission It takes something larger Something I'd like to see you all continue to expand on In future rounds Ted Bundy Very violent man Even he has moral limits Sure does bullshit. Bullshit. Yeah. yeah <laughs> Yeah, if he had a silver
0: spoon and melted it down, or earrings, or whatever the fuck them kids had, could've got him. All right, so Pennywise advances to the next round. Next, we have Freddy Krueger versus Jeepers Creepers. Ooh. We spin the wheel of inevitability. (laughs) Fuck yeah, it's me. And I pick Jeepers Creepers. Fuck you. So you, sir, have to start out with Freddy Krueger. Okay.
2: Hmm.
0: Ah, okay. So, we all know Jeepers Creepers. I never, We never did figure out how many days it is, because he's like, I think it's like 27 years, every 27 years for like 27 days, he comes back. Every 30 summers for 30 days, he feeds. Is that what it is? Yeah. 30 summers for 30 every days? Every 30 summers for 30 days, he feeds. Yes. So, what is he doing for 30 years? Sleeping. In his impenetrable cocoon. Doesn't matter. Freddy kills you in your dreams, motherfucker. Ooh, that's a
1: compelling argument. <laughs> it is a compelling
0: argument. Is that yeah. it? Well, I mean... Tell a
1: story! So I you, mean, if
0: you sleep for 30 years and he just kills you every single day for 30 years, so you're gonna be fucked up in the head. Here.
1: Your point is that basically Freddy has a 29-year and 335-day window. To fuck with your ass. Not mine. Not <laughs> <laughs> Sir. To fuck,
0: to fuck with Jeepers Creepers' ass. Yeah, yeah,
1: to fuck with Freddy Krueger. Or, yeah, Jeepers, creepers, creepers. Yeah, so that would be that's a compelling argument so far in terms of any time anywhere, especially considering the paranormal aspect mm-hmm. of these two creatures. I think that's really strong. Cody, what's your retort? <laughs> oh, that's the biggest bullshit ever. <laughs> <laughs> you invite me on your podcast, I'm going to put you in a losing situation right. for two and, right. and a half
0: hours. <laughs> All right, so. So, you know, Jeepers Creepers, he's just be bopping around, you know, southern Ohio or wherever he hails from. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of corn. <laughs> we know that. There was. Yeah. There was a lot of corn. And a belly button throwing star. So, he's just hanging out in his church, driving his, you know, buggy around his, like, hell vehicle. His, <laughs> his brown race band. Yeah. 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 So, he's just driving around, you know, hanging out, living his life, killing the country folk to drive through that small little town. Just hanging out, you know, doing his thing. Doing his creepy thing. Uh, little does you know, you know, Jeepers Creepers doesn't dream. He's essentially not sleeping. He's in this impenetrable impenetrable cocoon to rebuttal your story. It's an impenetrable cocoon. Who says that he sleeps? There's no evidence that he sleeps. He's just hibernating. Ooh, good point. So, even though he's he is hibernating in his cocoon for 30 years, it doesn't mean that Freddy Krueger can never get after him. So, one day Freddy shows up because Freddy, as you know, historically, he has also manifested himself outside of dreams. Mm -hmm. So... You know, one day, Jeepers Creepers kidnaps this person. He doesn't kill him because he's gonna like cut their skin off and make a belly button belt or whatever the hell he does. <laughs> yeah,
1: that would be the Ed Gein nipple belt. Yes. yes.
0: So or the uh, skin lamp. Shame. Or sorry, he's he's making another belly button throwing star. That's what it was. Yeah. So he's just he's he's got that victim in his basement of the church, and the victim falls asleep, and Freddy Krueger, what do you know, he shows up and he's like, "Hey, I'm here to kill you," and he's like, "I'm already dying, dude. Like this dude's killing me." <laughs> So Freddy's super hey, pissed. Neighbor, here to kill you. So <laughs> so Freddy's super pissed. Oh, you got me again. <laughs> so, yeah. Me. So Freddie's super pissed that he's taking like his victims. You know, small town Ohio is like super oh, populous area. There, there's a lot
1: of victim deserts. Yeah, there. there is.
0: Yeah. So and hey, on top of that, um, <laughs> you don't you know that Jeepers Creepers can smell him with his pussy nose. <laughs> <laughs> so so. Smell underage coochie a mile away! I so, swear to God, sirs. So, 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 this is going to be uh, absolutely outrageous. Um, So, so, Freddy's super pissed, and he's like taking all of his victims. So he manifests himself as Freddy Krueger in the base. It, he's in his house. He's in. He's in the Creeper's house in his basement. In his basement bedroom, and dudes just like trying to hang out and play PlayStation. In the bottom of this church and shit, he's just killing his victims. He and works this with this youth group
1: for the Jeepers <laughs> Creepers. He works with
0: leather. So, so, so Freddy's like, "What the fuck, man?" So, Jeepers Creepers obviously doesn't sleep, doesn't dream. He's basically indestructible. Anything you cut off of him, Freddy tries to slash him a little bit. He just regrows it because he has all the bodies in his basement. All he does is if he cuts off his arm, he just eats another arm and it manifests. Cuts off his head, he just eats another head and grows right back. You can't kill the Creeper. You can't kill him. So, Freddy comes after him, and then the Jeepers Creepers basically just, because Freddy has manifested itself in his outside world, he's not in the dream world anymore, he's more vulnerable, so Jeepers Creepers basically takes advantage of that, and uses his bat wings to fly over Freddy, and then rip his freaking head off, and then he sets the entire church on fire, and then he just drives on the road and finds another abandoned church. do no, that didn't work with Jason, though. Jason got pretty set off, too, and he winked at the end of the movie. But that's called capitalism. Yes, timing. Timing. <laughs> but he set the whole church on fire because everybody knows Freddie's allergic to fire, so super allergic. allergic so allergic
1: to fire, he's a burn victim. <laughs> Let's have some empathy here, people. Yeah, rips it out, hurt People hurt people. Lights the church on fire. Packs up his
0: PlayStation and a couple of his victims, and he just moves on down the road to the next abandoned church, which is like five miles away. So. Yeah, he fights to see another day. Freddy's dead. And uh, yeah, that's about
1: it. So, this is where I sort of betray myself because in the last answer, I said I needed, was looking for more in terms of like the supernatural realm and how that affected the the contest. Right. But I think Jeepers Creepers has a pretty foolproof thing in that he is not in like restful human Aryan sleep. Is it not to assume the pronouns? He, it, them, they uh, of the Jeeper Creeper. But I assume that Freddy Krueger could not get the job done against something like that, particularly if it's not human. Right. So the further in, I don't know, Freddy Krueger does seem like your typical Southern Ohio dad. But I don't think that he could defeat Jeepers Creepers. Yeah. I also don't think Freddy would really find it fun. He's, remember, he's out to terrorize teenagers. What good yeah. is torturing another elderly villain? Exactly. To this, I go with the Jeepers Creepers. Cody, you get a point. Boom. Well, if you get a point, you're... Suck it. <laughs> I'm not sure if you're keeping points. We're just in it for the tournament's sake. We're in it yeah. for the tournament. And okay. then we
0: remember who we had last. Okay. Write like a little initial set by who we had, because I'm not going to remember. No, we're not going to do... We're just going to draw every round. Oh. No rounds the same. Okay. Cool. All right. Next round, we have Alien. Mm. Versus... AKA Xenomorph. <sighs> Alien. Versus... The Gordon's Fisherman. Fuck. What the hell? The Gordon's Fisherman. The fates from have decided. That from a man. I what, The Gordon's <laughs> Fisherman. That's what I call him because I can never remember his name. From I know what you did last da- summer.
1: Oh, okay. I thought the I we
0: toothpick t- t-
1: guy. <laughs> I'm a l- I was thinking literally, like, yeah, you know, always no, trust the, the Gordon Fisherman. Yeah. <laughs> and I was so prepared because my best friend Nash Hot, when we were living together, remarked once after seeing a Gordon's Fisherman commercial, "I wouldn't trust the Gordon <laughs> Fisherman, fisherman, as far as I could throw him." <laughs> <laughs> so I was prepared to have judgment, regardless. Yes, I'm aware of who you're thinking of. Yes, yes I know what you did last summer. The Gordon's Fisherman. Yes. God, I've said it eight way different. That ways.
0: was a, because uh, you picked that the first year too. And you're like, no, not the fish stick guy. <laughs> <laughs> From, I know what you did last summer. Exactly. Just God an old man with a hook. The so, fisherman. I've spun the wheel of ine- inevitability and the winner is me again. again. Spin it again. I can't see it. No, no bullshit. I, I can care. see it just fine. Yeah. Did you see it? So, yes. and I pick, you know what? I'm going to go out on a limb and I'm going to pick the Gordon's Fisherman. How do you fucking dead. Versus Alien. Mm. That's a bold pick. It is a bold yeah.
1: pick. I tread. One of them is from outer space, and you pick the other one. Yeah, I tread. <laughs> you pick
0: the like. human Paddington bear. <laughs> <laughs> With a fucking fish hook. Alright. Let's hear it. Mm. Alrighty then. Um, So, fucking alien, right? Mm. Xenomorph. Crazy ass fucking thing. Alright. Got a mouth. Inside another mouth.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's terrifying.
0: It is terrifying. Every episode of this podcast I've spit something right. out. And it protrudes out like a hard <coughs> dick, right? Okay? Puncture ability. Like with deep Punch through the predator's helmet into a skull, okay? Just the one. Yeah, the one time is all it takes, okay? Yeah. Yeah. Fucking xenomorphs be taken Viagra for real. Um, anyway, <clears throat> so. So the alien, the alien, uh, beat around Maryland. He just he's just beat around Maryland. Why the DMV?
1: Why why the East Coast? <laughs>
0: Honestly, the Gordon Fishman can be could be technically anywhere. But was it in Maine? Where it's, it's like, got to be a coastal state. It yeah. does have to be a coastal state. Feed it to me. That's fine. Okay, so he's called the, the xenomorph. Water. So alien there's okay so the alien global warming not a thing alien frozen in an iceberg right comes to maine kind of cycles down to maine it gets warmer the fucking woolly mammoth no it's, a, it's an alien frozen in ice okay mm-hmm. so comes to maine right it's a little warmer. I thought he said succumbs to me. Yeah, he <laughs> <succumbed> <laughs> to it me. kills him. He had, <laughs> go he on. Let <laughs> his, he let his nose get <laughs> too cold. Shellfish <laughs> allergy. <laughs>
1: yeah. Please continue, right?
0: <laughs> okay. So iceberg gets closer to Maine, gets a little warmer, starts melting. Right? It's like dinosaur in ice kind of alien in ice. He's <laughs> even more frozen in ice. It ends up getting warmer, he breaks through. Who's on the dock? Just fixing his little boat. Gordon's fisherman. Xenomorph jumps from the iceberg onto the dock. One v one. Gordon Fisherman pulls out a fish hook, and is ready for battle. The next thing you know, the alien fucking jukes right, jukes left, and comes up, jumps on the Gordon Fisherman, and fucking dick mouths his forehead, and he's dead. That's it. All right, fucking human Paddington Bear is no more. KO'd. Done. All right. <clears throat> so the Gordon Fisherman. Just hanging around, Maryland, Maine, wherever the hell he is, coastal town, bebopping. He's a hard motherfucker. He's a sailor. Everybody knows sailors are hard as fuck. You ever seen freaking uh, Deadliest Catch? Yeah. No. He, yeah. He's the untold hero of that show. You close those Yeah. You don't like the the sun in your eyes? No, definitely not. The only sun we've had all day? Oh, lights on. So, so he's just hanging out on the coast, you know. Being a sailor, doing what he does, killing teenagers in his free time on Saturday nights. Story stories all his time. Um, <laughs> so he's hanging out, and all of a sudden he hears about you know some other kids got killed you know last summer that he didn't kill, and he's like, "What the fuck?" So he's like, "Next summer, uh, it's on." So he hears about another kid getting killed this current summer, and he's like, "What the fuck? I got to investigate this." And it turns out. There's an alien in the town, and he's living in the basement playing PlayStation. Of the church. He just becomes, <laughs> he just changes jobs and becomes a private eye. Yeah, <laughs> who's killing these kids? So he goes and investigates. <laughs> he finds he finds the alien just playing PlayStation in the basement of an old abandoned church. Of course <laughs> he is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They hang out there um, with Jeepers Creepers. <laughs> so they're just playing Call of Duty, but on uh, PlayStation, PlayStation One. <laughs> so. So he, he comes upon him and he's like, hey man, you're killing my kids. And he go, and the alien just like spits some bullshit mumble jumbo out of his fucking tiny mouth inside his other mouth. He, he doesn't understand him. It doesn't matter. He's a sailor. He, he, he speaks one language, the sea. That's all that matters. And the alien doesn't speak that language. So he's like, I don't like you. He's like, get out of my town. The alien is like, ah, ba 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 Which means no or whatever. And uh, so, <laughs> so he's like, you're out of this town. He goes, no or whatever. And then... So they decided to fight to the death to see who stays in the town and kills all the teenagers every other summer. So, the alien... <clears throat> so the alien starts attacking the Gordon's Fishman. Everybody knows Gordon's Fishman? He's got that meat hook, or whatever the fuck he's got. No, it, it
1: looks like a cat... I pulled up the Wikipedia page for what is called the Fisherman Killer.
0: Is it like a full setup, kind of like leather-bound yeah, For
1: context thing? here is a black trench coat, black boots, black hat, black pants, all black everything, black gloves... And a, what looks like a Captain Hook fish hook. Yep. But it's, it's got the little harangue so you can hold yep. it in the palm of your hand. Yep. Gotcha. So he takes his fish hook. A and lame Assassin's
0: Creed. Takes his fish hook and he's swiping at the alien. Alien's dodging it because the alien's very agile. Um, like a cat. So he decides to go ahead and flee. He's going to lure the alien into a trap. So he flees back to the coast, back to his ship, ship the saf- the safety of his ship. That's where he knows that all his other gadgets are at, all of his other tools of implementation for murder. (laughs) So he takes him back to the coast, back to the shoreline, back to his boat. He grabs some more tools, grabs another fish hook. So now he's dual wielding fish hooks. The aliens try to get him there on the dock. And all of a sudden the alien goes for him. He dodges it, swipes him with the fish hook, which is just enough to throw the alien off balance. And then he kicks him into the into the bay. Well, everybody knows aliens can't swim. That is a fact,
1: so that's what they're known for <coughs> most of all, actually. No, <laughs> that's what that was, the, that was the plot of the movie Signs. They hate water,
0: yeah. yeah. So, everybody knows alien can't swim, kicks him into the bay, it's just deep enough that the alien can't come out, and he slowly drowns. And then, the Gordon's fisherman goes back into his boat, hangs his fish hooks up, hangs his trench coat up, takes his boot off, pops up in his microwave. He's one boot. <laughs> Yeah. Boots off, pops open his microwave and heats up a nice plate of Gordon's Fisherman Fish Sticks Bean and, and enjoys a nice sitcom of I Know What
1: You Did Last Summer. And that's the end. I'm surprised I wasn't friends. No. It's actually, uh, I think you should know what I did last summer. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's a difficult decision, but not necessarily. It's difficult to hit you with this information. Uh, I'm going to hit it to you, like a sandwich compliment, as when you have to tell a student that they kind of missed, but you need it to be affirming. You put a lot of color into your story, Cody. <laughs> I really appreciate it. You lost me when the fisherman asked the alien politely to leave town. <laughs> He should have said, Get.
0: "Bro, there's only one town big enough." Hey, will you leave? He's from enough? outer space, he could be wherever he wants. Hey, will you leave town? No,
1: no, no, no. <laughs> whatever the fuck he says. Uh, I really think you gave the better effort of the two, but in terms of the raw rules of celebrity deathmatch, I think the alien just absolutely destroys this mortal fisherman, this pervert in a rubber robe. <laughs> This Captain Hook. <laughs> this black this Trojan god. If, if we had yeah, yeah. <laughs> he is a body prophylactic, he actually. Is, yeah. For sure. He is a hissectomy. Slippery um, when wet. Yeah, for our pleasure.
0: <laughs> anyway, I, I gotta he's give a, it to right he's a, he's a human unboot. Yeah. Yeah, that's a way to put it. Yeah. Hooked for our pleasure. All right, whatever. The next one I am probably the most excited for out of all these matchups. Cocaine. We milk. have the cocaine bear. Yes! <laughs> Versus the angry molesting tree. Yes!
1: The angry molesting tree? Do you dream? know
0: about the angry mo- angry, angry molesting tree? So if I say on... yes
1: to my. I... Is this a bad thing? So no, then? it's not.
0: Are you talking... So the angry molesting tree. <laughs> but you you. So the angry molesting tree is originally from Evil Dead.
1: Oh, I know that one,
0: yeah. However, it is, I also, remember this. It is also a character on. Um, cabin in the woods (laughs) and is also in the wizard of oz yes that's correct yes so i spin the wheel of inevitability but we're going mainly cabin in the woods thing sure (laughs) all right you pick yes Gang bear (laughs) all right i pick angry molesting tree you want me to go first yes okay i'm so excited (laughs) this is the best one i heard so, angry molesting tree, he's just hanging out in the woods, you know, beat-bopping around the woods. Fuck yes. yeah. He's just hanging out. He's, you know, doing his thing, molesting, you know, kids as they, like, walk by, because that's what he does. He's a tree, and he molests people. Chilling um, in the field, right? Yeah, he's just, like, tongue-punching hikers as they go by, you know. You used my legal name on the podcast, <laughs> so you know. <laughs> go on. Okay. Nobody's gonna let do it. It's all right. <laughs> Our name's post all over this shit. Fuck yeah, Go on. I take credit for all 199 episodes. All
1: right, and go on with your sexual assault uh so, plant.
0: he's a molesting tree. Everybody knows the definition of molest is to, to bother. bother.
1: <laughs> it seems like you've reversed
0: it. <laughs> this is the third year. We know so, what we're talking about. Okay, okay. So, third year appearance for Angry molesting Tree. So, he's hanging out, doing his thing in the woods. He starts to hear, you know, some moaning and groaning, and this bear pops up, holding a giant bag of cocaine, nose covered in powder, all kinds of crazy shit. I've seen the movie. That's what happens. Um Bear's all hopped up on cocaine. He's like, oh, there's a tree there. Oh, that's weird. So <laughs> <he in> the- <laughs> Conscious thought. <laughs> yeah. So the tree's like, what the fuck's this bear doing? Why is he high on cocaine? And... Uh, so the bear just walks up to the tree and he's gonna, like, do the bear scratch and scratch his back all over it and, you know, basically be all sexual because he's on cocaine. He is. Gucci. Uh, or she, actually. Mm-hmm. It's a girl in the movie. Is it? It's a girl bear in the movie. So he's just gonna walk up and scratch her back on the tree, be all sexual because cocaine makes you sexual. A little bit. Um, so the tree's just hanging out and uh, <laughs> bear, walks up, bear walks up to the tree <laughs> scratches back and the tree's like, you don't molest me, I molest you. So... So, you gonna fuck on me? So, so the bear's like, huh? And the tree basically swipes the bear and basically swipes at the bear and hits it. And it goes rolling off into the dirt. Bear gets up. It's pissed now. It's on cocaine. It's mad. It's not sexy anymore. It's not sexy time. It's angry time for the cocaine bear. Bear runs to the tree. Tree swipes at it again. I mean, it's a tree. It's a tree, a solid wood tree versus a bear. The bear tries clawing it, and climbing up of it, but it's a tree. It doesn't bleed. It's just a living, f- a fictional, molesting being. I don't even know. I don't even know if we ever figured out why it is what it is. I don't know if we ever figured that out.
1: Well, welcome to the concept of abstract horror. Yeah.
0: So. Yeah. So the fight continues. The bear takes a couple of swipes at it, scratches the bark. But, it, like I said, it's a tree. It doesn't do much damage. Uh, the tree eventually uh, grabs a bear, picks it up with its branches. It's very long, strong, muscular branches. And takes its branch and shoves it through the open mouth of the bear as it's growling at it. And basically punctures its insides. Bear dies. Drops the bear. Steals the bear's cocaine. It does a little bit. It gets a little sexy tree time. And then it just goes off. On its on its daily routine, you know, being a blessing tree. The end. Children. Bebopping Beeboping. bebopping. bebopping. Yeah. bebopping. What bebopping. <clears throat> so what's worse than a bear? A bear on cocaine. For sure. <laughs> so a bear, right?
1: This guy's spitting facts.
0: Fuck yeah. <laughs> so like Ugh. I compare I compare a giant a, a giant grizzly bear in your face. To herpes in your face, right? But what? What's, but what's worse than a fucking bear? A bear on cocaine. Okay. Right? So the bear is. Sold! So the bear is just walking through the forest, right? Hasn't found the cocaine yet. It's just walking through the forest. Some DB Co- Cooper looking motherfucker, some cartel guy, fucking has a parachute hanging from a tree. What's on the ground? Bag of cocaine. Bear starts clawing at the cocaine, doesn't know what it is. Thinks it's food. Thinks it's like a, you know, confectioning sugar, but it's not. It's cocaine. Starts eating it and smelling it. Now the bear's on cocaine. Starts running through the woods going crazy. Finds this tree. And sees this tree. And this tree is just kind of fucking doing a hula dance, you know, to fucking techno or something. (laughs) And so, (laughs) like the the hula girl on the the dashboard. Yeah. Yeah. So sees this, this tree it t- turns out to be the angry molest- molesting tree what's the angry angry molesting tree do fucking poke at you and you know you know it's, it's branches are covered in shit it's okay branches. it's a molesting tree <laughs> <laughs> so the molesting tree is like yo get off my property <laughs> get off my roots bro get off my- <laughs> and the bear is like oh fuck no this guy wants to tango it <clears throat> still has some cocaine on its nose Kind of does like a little lip lick and gets fucking energized like the bunny. And fucking goes ape shit on this molesting tree because it keeps fucking like poking it and trying to pick it up and shit. The bear, the bear is not smart. It's just a bear. It goes off instinct. So it sees this tree. It goes up. It starts crat- scratching at it and clawing at it. Then your molesting tree keeps batting at it and, you know, picking it up and throwing it or, you know, just fucking with it. But the only thing the bear can reach, that the molesting tree... Is a little short on is its roots. What keeps a tree alive? Roots. So the bear starts digging at the roots, digging up underground, trying to get to its roots, and just starts ripping it to pieces. Finally, it gets it, stands up tall, and pushes the tree over and falls down. And the bear has won. Now your molesting tree is just flopping like a fish out of water. Can't do nothing. Can't pick itself back up. Can't do anything like that. And then eventually the tree will die. And the bear kind of just sprints away because it's hopped up on coke and you know finds a baby to eat this is the new this is the new advertisement for cocaine bear meets paul
1: bunyan yeah (laughs) that'd be great oh boy so i i was working through this on a very before i get into it y'all had some real lurid sexualized it's a, it's a yeah.
0: molesting tree <laughs> yes yes
1: I even feel guilty saying molesting tree it's a tree that molests it is it is not a word of uh, dejection and is literally what it does' <laughs> it is the name I have to decide oh I decided ultimately kind of which would win a normal bear or a normal tree well I know a tree can fall and kill a bear but I don't think a bear could dig up an entire tree. No. Uh, maybe I don't know enough about bears. But maybe also, the Chicago Bears know, have ruined it
0: So me. I know that in Cabin in the Woods, the tree actually wasn't in soil. So like in Cabin in the Woods, <clears throat> the ele- it, it was basically a system of elevators that had all of these monsters in Cabin in the Woods. But we're also basing it off of our story setting as well. Right, true. But the tree was actually not in the <clears throat> ground. It was basically walking and could walk and grab people and basically rip them apart in half in Cabin in the Woods.
1: Okay. You know what? I'll pull it all back together here. Um, I've spent a good deal of time in the late-night service industry, which means I've met a lot of people on cocaine. Mm -hmm. I've had to manage a lot of people on cocaine, and while the narrative of cocaine bears that it's lost its mind, there is a good deal of people on cocaine that just want affirmation of how well they look, how good they are, how <laughs> rich they are, I think it would be really easy for a persuasive tree for lack of a better word to Ooh. put that bear in a compromised position. <clears throat> so I think I might actually have to pick the tree on this one.
0: <sighs> it's a shame. I hate to see Cocaine Bear go down, but it is what it is. This is the first time the Angry Blessing tree has ever made it to the second round,
1: so I'm very happy. Are but... you disappointed with me as host? <laughs> no, no. As well. Cool. Not, at Not all. yet. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I was pumped. If I feel like if the Cocaine Bear had, like, any other shot with, like, a regular human, it probably could have made it to the fucking, like, at least, like, you know, Final Four, maybe. Oh, now, if yeah. it was, like, if it was, like, Ted Bundy versus Cocaine Bear. Oh, mean, not a
1: question. Fuck yeah. yeah.
0: Stick or not, Cocaine <laughs> yeah. Bear. i are
1: talking about that baby from Ghostbusters. Like, that yeah. bear is, is going to win a thousand times out of 500. <laughs> For sure.
0: But the fun is creating the plot. Yes. Now the next round we have is Oogie Boogie versus Ooh. zombies, and by zombies there is only three. Okay, there are only three. Why am I like this? <laughs> <laughs> and I win that. I win that one. So I'm gonna go with Oogie Boogie. Fuck. Give me your story. This is zombie man. <clears throat> so zombies, right? Be bobbing around, just chilling, <laughs> <laughs> eating brains. <laughs> I don't know how I can win this one. Ooh, okay. brains. <laughs> it's part of the fun. So zombies just chilling, right? Uh, bumping around, you know, they, uh, I think there actually is, is, no, nah, maybe there's not zombies in actual, like, yeah, there's zombies in is there zombies? Burton's,
1: yeah.
0: Is there? Yeah. So zombies,
1: right? I mean, uh, that, that's, that's what Sally from Nightmare Before Christmas. Technically, yeah, sure. yeah. There's, there's also that other guy with, like, the
0: axe on his head. Yeah. No. Yeah. 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 So let's let's just combine them right. and let's say they're already in the same realm. Yeah. That um, makes it easy. So three zombies. I'm just regular zombies. Yeah, they're like medium speed. Let's just say. So they're medium speed zombies. Um, you know, Oogie Boogie called one of their moms fat. Yeah. Um, and is just they they are not having it, and they're a crew. There's only three zombies, over here chilling in the same fucking Crips gang. Word um just hanging out. Oh. <laughs> Rip zombies. Yeah. You know, gangsters. Um and uh they're you know, they're used to the hood because they died and got there for a reason. Um so they're used to, you know, people calling their moms fat and then they fucking bop them. So they're not used
1: to doing the dozens. Ba 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 ba
0: ba So Um yeah, they meet up with uh, they meet up with Oogie Boogie, Oogie Boogie crosses their path. And uh, he ends up calling one of their moms fat. And, you know, they're a crew. They don't take no shit. Zombies don't take no shit. There's only three. And, um,
1: That's a very important disclaimer. Yep.
0: So they ended up getting beef with Oogie Boogie. And Oogie Boogie, you know, all he does is fucking sing songs. And he's not in his house. He has no contraptions, no traps, no levers to pull into like a spinning blade. So where, where are they then? Fucking blender. Just uh, out in the cemetery. Okay. Okay. Out in the cemetery, Oogie Boogie looking for some, I don't know, some fresh dirt to fill his fucking pillowcase okay. with. Um, more bugs to fill his pillowcase with. Um, and, you know, the zombies ain't taking no shit. They fucking kind of medium walk and hunch over to Oogie Boogie and Oogie Boogie kind of prances like a fucking penguin over to him. And he... That was good. He does walk like that. He does. Yeah, that was <laughs> good. He kind of fucking sways and waddles over to him like, you know... One of them birds that has the, the the liquid in the bottom, like the fucking yeah yeah for the weather. Um, anyway, so they end up getting in a tussle. Oogie Boogie kind of spins around, does a juke move, like a slow like juke move around one of them. Gets around him. And he's like Bleh. tries to reach for him, couldn't grab him. Two more right behind him. Um, you know, after you're dead, everybody knows that your toenails and your hair keeps growing. Um, all oh, Oogie Boogie is is a pillowcase full of bugs. So one I was going to bring
1: that up. Thank you for being yes. transparent.
0: So one of the uh, zombies actually never clipped his toenails in real life and uh, never clipped him in death. So his one of his toenails gets caught on the pillowcase thread and just kind of unwounds him. And that's the end of Oogie Boogie. His pillowcase just unfolds and all the bugs go flying. And they're like, yeah, Crips for real. And then that's the end. Okay. We're going to get
1: letters from the Bloods. <laughs> that's okay. Probably not. They don't listen to the They're podcast. not real
0: gang members. Oh, my God. Digging us deep.
1: So I'll bring this up with you, Ryan, since mm-hmm. you're going first. What about the henchmen, Lock, Shock, and Barrel?
0: They're just fucking kids.
1: Yeah, okay. Well, never mind. Cody, as you were.
0: <laughs> Lock, shock, and barrel.
1: Barrel, barrel, <laughs> barrel. Lock, shock, and barrel. Daryl's the names fourth of his one. Assistant, the little minions with Daryl, masks. I'm
0: guessing Barrel's the fat one. Daryl's the cousin.
1: <laughs> if you want me to look it up, I can. Yes,
0: Barrel's the fat
1: one. For like, sure. uh, not going I should ask Google. With which the was The fat minion. From <laughs> yeah. The- Lock,
0: shock is probably the devil. Lock is the witch, and then Barrel is probably the fat skeleton one.
1: Oh uh, Daryl's a
0: cousin that comes around every other Halloween. for the family
1: reunions. Yeah. Yeah, it does. I can't figure this out right now. It's not entirely important. I like to think it's kinda of like a you know, situation where the name applies to all three of them at the same time. Yeah.
0: <laughs> for sure. They are all three a lot of shots. One bear. giant posse. Yeah. Alright, so <clears throat> they all live in the same town. We're in the the nightmare town, We're Halloween in, town. Yes. Whatever. So not Halloween town. Is it not Halloween Town? No.
1: That's a bunch of kids. Or Halloween
0: World, whatever it is. Halloween oh. Town
1: was that Disney original movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: They're in the Halloween World, whatever. <laughs> Tim Burton's Halloween World. Okay. So Oogie Boogie's just hanging out and, uh, you know, doing his thing, kidnapping kids and stuff like that, keeping them for ransom or whatever, you know, keeping them in the cage and, like, doing whatever he does to them, cut them apart with his little contraptions in his basement of his house, or under the tree, at least. Um so the zombies are kind of mad because, like during the off season, like during the off season of Halloween, the people that wander into the Halloween world, the zombies usually eat their brains because it's normal human beings that wander through the forest, come through the tree in the Halloween world, and during the off season they don't have any brains, they don't have any people to terrorize, so they're a little bit mad that Oogie Boogie's taking advantage and using Lock, Shock, and Barrel to kidnap these people and take them to his basement so he can mess with them. So the zombies come up and, you know, knock on his tree door or whatever he lives. He lives in the bottom of a tree, basically. Knock on his door and it's like, hey, you're taking all of our, like, uh, you're taking all of our people for our brains. So Oogie Boogie gets mad and he uh, basically pulls the lever for his trap door. The zombies fall into his basement with all of his, like, murder contraptions. So Oogie Boogie's like, welcome to my world now, motherfuckers. And he sings a sings a sing song and you know, all the ones, a man. Yeah, he's the man. Fuck some zombies. Yeah. <laughs> so 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 Oogie Boogie's doing his sing song thing, Zombies are in a cage. And he's got that like pot of boiling like that pot of boiling acid. He's got the the freaking um the knights and the kings that shoot guns and everything. So he's just toying with them for a little while he finishes a song. And then he finishes them off with like the spin blades, cuts them up to little pieces. They fall into the bad acid, brings them back up after they're all dissolved. And then he crushes their bones and then eats them to feed his, or he eats them to feed the bugs on his inside. And fun fact there's no way that the zombies could win either way because uh, Oogie Boogie, made out of bugs, he has no brains. So it's the only way you could kill him. Facts. So he basically tears apart with all those little contraptions after he or his sing song. But they defeated him in actual movie once they fucking. But well, the zombies are not Jack Skellington.
1: What did they? I have not seen that movie in like twenty five years. So please remind me how Boogie Boogie is murdered. So right, he's just a burlap
0: bag full of fucking bugs, and he has a
1: snake for the tongue per Wicca. Yes,
0: and all There's Jack Skellington here. had to do was like uh, take one of the threads and hook it onto like one of his spinny devices. And it just unthreaded his whole pillowcase and then they basically defeated him because all his bugs just separate and now he's not one complete form anymore. But we have not to keep so. in mind that. So no. he's technically, I guess he's technically not dead dead, but he is defeated until he can put his ass back together. And, like and nobody's there. So, no.
1: so uh, Oogie Boogie is really just a giant metaphor for fascism. Yes. Pretty much. Individual citizens yeah. through a facade, under a cloth. Yeah. Pulled apart, not necessarily done forever, right. but it's our job to keep it separated. Yeah. nice and, and then at the like end a movie, Halloween
0: clan, and then at the end of the movie, Lock Shock. <laughs> and then at the end of uh, end of the movie, Lock, Shock, and Barrel basically say that they're done with him and they're not going to put him back together. And the bugs basically fall through into the vat of acid, so he does theoretically die because the bugs fall into the vat of acid and they die. A bunch mm-hmm. of ungrateful whores. Lock Shock yeah. and Barrel. Yeah, that fat kid.
1: You know what? Yeah, I think I'm going to go with the zombies on this one, Cody. Ryan, What the fuck? Ooh. No, I, I really Tonail got the thread, man. Fuckin in this it. in the sense that like I just don't think Oogie Boogie could unlife well, they're already dead, get rid of a zombie. Yes. And I also don't think a zombie necessarily has any interest in Oogie Boogie. It's just bugs. They're made of bugs, kinda. Yeah. Can't scare something that's like no. not alive. Which
0: I think the better Oogie Boogie is technically. Well, Oogie like, Boogie killed one of your zombies so you only have two next time.
1: <laughs> Kidding. If you'd like to have that policy, I think it's pretty I still have three. This is like Civilization 5. Um, I'm kidding. Which I think the better Oogie Boogie
0: it. was, because we talked about this, um, I think we talked about this last episode, but I think the better Oogie Boogie was the one from Constantine. He was he didn't have an like a pillowcase or anything, he just had like a trench coat, remember? Yeah. When Constantine bug, stops yeah. at the gas station mm-hmm. and then that bug guy comes and then gets hit by a car and then he's done. Yeah.
1: If so. we're talking about people made out of bugs, I really would have liked that dude from Men in Black One. Oh Give me sugar, sugar and the water. And water. Yeah, I would have liked to have seen his appearance. He yeah. was more next like year. he was
0: more one giant bug yeah. in a skin suit. He's a roach. He was A giant roach. Yeah, yeah, man. Alright, next round. Can we take a pee break? Yeah, we'll take a pee break. Cool. We'll be back. Alright, everybody. We're back. Cody has a gift for us. He's being Santa Claus today. So before we get started with the next round, I have a gift for both of you. So I picked these up at a local craft beer bar last night. I made sure that they were all 16 ounce cans. I don't know what's in them. I bought them for $3 a piece. Mine has a question
1: mark on it. They all do. I'm going to use my knife to open the bag. What a fucking badass. So I bought them for $3 a piece. I thought it was a fun little treat for us to have. And I have no idea what's in them. Ooh, I got an Oktoberfest by Black Dog Brewing Company in Morrisville, Indiana. I
0: got Straight Thoughts, a double dry hopped Napia. It's a New England IPA, you oh. fucking duds. <laughs> Oops! I got a uh, Saison. An American-style saison from
1: Black Dog Brewing. You know what they say about Christmas. Jesus is the raison for the saison. <laughs> oh, Thank you. This uh,
0: this art is dope. It's got a snake with a third-eyed bitch and some skulls. Bitch.
1: Yeah, I think we all won, but I think Ryan won the most. I think so, too. I'm not extremely jealous. Yeah. Yeah. No. Look at it.
0: That is dope can art. It is. Very nice. Um, This is from... Pax Verum? Oh shit, you got a Pax Verum can? Yeah. Did you just like go to somebody and be like, what's Pick it me. called? Pick me three. Uh Stray Thoughts.
1: Pax Verum is in Lapel, Indiana. They have a Pizza King.
0: They are a very, very good bre- a Pizza King inside of the thing? No, in, in Lapel. Oh, which okay. may as well
1: have been inside the thing. I forgot yeah. to tell
0: you that nostalgia, you would love this nostalgia when we got we Brian and I went to Grand Rabbids a few weeks ago. They had a little Caesar's with the little Caesar statue still on the pole. He's like a he's like a ten foot tall little Caesar statue, yeah. like old as can be, like original building, original Go past statue. past a big boy too, didn't we? A Frisch's big boy, boy. There's a there's there's a lot of Frisch's big boys in like Ohio, anywhere but Indiana. Yeah. But no, it was an authentic Pizza King with a ten foot tall or uh, little Caesars with a ten foot tall little Caesar statue on top of a pole. Yeah. A lot of implications so
1: cool. there about nobility and uh, royalty in regards to our uh, tomato pies. Yes, nothing beats noble Romans back in his day. Hey, it's part two of the podcast. Cheers.
0: Cheers. That's all. It's probably going to be part three. But Cheers. Part part two of probably three or four. All, all right. right. Fuck it. Part nine. All right. Now that we got the gifts out of the way. Oh, thank you, Chris. You're welcome. It's not even Christmas. So, I'm also super excited about this matchup. Yay. So, the next we have is Jeffrey Dahmer, a.k.a. the Silent Masturbator, against... The the Dick Eater. Yeah. Against... The Dick Eater, no. Against Sweeney Todd, one of my favorite musicals ever. Yay. So, spin the wheel of inevitability, and the winner is... Ryan Sweeney Todd or Jeffrey Dahmer. Jeffrey Dahmer.
1: Well, we're gonna get into cannibalism, that's for sure. We are. You know what they say about cannibalism, the taste varies from person to person. It does.
0: For sure, it depends if you put him in a pastry or just raw. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it's good, yeah. Some, I've never wanted to beat pie. I am in that movie. I am going to go with Jeffrey Dahmer. Thank God. I want Sweeney Todd. Yes. All right. Go ahead, sir. So, here we go. So, Sweeney Todd, you know, he's just doing his thing down in downtown Liverpool about uh, uh, meat pie. Cutting yes, necks and making pies. Yep. Cutting necks and the occasional shave.
1: I got my haircuts from Sweeney Todd. <laughs> <laughs> he was
0: very he good. Did. You should go to him. Yeah. He did not charge me. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, My favorite part of that Halloween movie is that that guy's name is Beetle Bailey. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Beetle Bailey! No, everybody knows your reputation in town. He goes, "Oh, thank you, my friend." That's the thing, and it's the fucking rat guy from
1: Harry Potter. But, 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 but Doctor, I am Pogliat. Yeah, I know who the fuck you
0: are.
1: But that's the thing. Every time you
0: watch that movie, you just keep singing like "I'll steal yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would always sing that shit. It's yeah. so, so good. So good. I love that. I love that movie. Um, so Sweeney Todd, he's just hanging out downtown Liverpool above the meat pie shop. You know, the occasional shave. You know, he runs into somebody unsavory character. Of this that uh, he thinks is unsavory, of course, is um, you know, just yeah, just slice her neck. Drop Dropping down to the basement, you know, make more meat pies, gotta keep the business going, gotta keep the lights on. You gotta shave, you gotta keep the lights on for the meat pie manufacturer. The best meat pies in all the London. So he's just hanging out, with Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah, he's on a vacation to Liverpool, apparently. Fuck apparently, yeah. He apparently is. Jeffrey Dahmer lives in the seventeen hundreds. He needed a vacation. Yeah. So so but in this setting, we're going with that. Did so, he live there or did Sweeney Todd No, no. Exist? He comes to Sweeney Todd's house, the house of Todd. On Fleet Street. On Fleet Fleet Street. Street. So, Jeffrey Dahmer, he comes to Liverpool. He's just hanging out. He's like, oh, I could use a fresh shave. And uh, so he hears about about Sweeney Todd's establishment over on Fleet Street above the meat pie restaurant. So he goes up and uh, Jeffrey Dahmer is like, oh, I'm here for a shave. And he goes, oh, I can help you. Sweeney Todd, he's not planning on killing Jeffrey Dahmer at all. He's, like, he, he's, he's new into town. He has no Ill, Ill will against him. He hasn't done anything wrong to him. He's just planning on giving the guy a shave, paying for it, and leaving. And Jeffrey Dahmer's like, you're pretty attractive. Because everybody knows Jeffrey is a homosexual. So he, and also everybody knows Winnie Todd, heterosexual. Just like,
1: why'd you bring it up? Do people no. know this about me?
0: <laughs> no, they don't. Been, we've talked about this before. I talk about this all the time. That's Ryan, like, Ryan's favorite memory of you—the you, funniest. He up all the time. it was. I think it was. The, it wasn't the first time I met. It you. was like the second time. Maybe it was, but I don't remember. But the funniest shit that I've ever heard come out of your mouth was you were talking about something. You were talking about checking. We were talking about checking IDs. And you're talking about all the IDs that you checked. Yeah. And you were like, you're, you got like a fake ID one time. And you're like, yeah, you got to go to these college kids. And it was like, how pissed off is a college kid that they get turned down from a bar? <laughs> from a homosexual with a nose yeah, ring. No, yeah, there was yeah. some guy that just immediately
1: started calling me like a family bandit and
0: stuff. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm like, okay, get out of here. He's you, like, how pissed
0: off would you be if you got turned down from a bar from a homosexual with a nose ring? And I just, I was <laughs> Ryan's <just, I laughs> favorite. That's favorite the only thing that like really the second remember. time he ever met you. Know. It is the Funny as shit, I laughed so fucking Thank hard. Thank you. And I think I told my mom about it too. I was like, "Yeah, we met this guy Jeff." I was like, "You remember Jeff? You met him?" And all then the you time? met her after that fact. Yeah, you know? yeah I was very like, sweet yeah. woman. Yeah. First time I met Jeff, he was like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, homosexual with a nose ring." And I just, oh god, it gets me every time. It's yeah. so fucking
1: funny. Thanks, man. But
0: yeah. yeah. So, so where were we? So set the scene. Sweeney Todd's just giving him a fresh shave, and Jeffrey Dahmer's like, "Hey, you're pretty attractive." And Sweeney Todd's like. No, man, only about that. I'll just give you a shave. And he's, and Jeffrey Dahmer just keeps pressing. You know, he was kind of a weirdo. You know, he's been having a few drinks, notorious alcoholic. When the alcohol got the best of him, he just went off the rails and he would do some weird shit to a lot of people that didn't want weird shit to happen to him. So he just keeps pressing the press. <laughs> like dying. Yeah. So he, just, so he just keeps pressing anything. And he's like, look, man, you got to get out of here. You want to watch The Exorcist? No. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> And he's like, "Look, man, you gotta get out of here." And uh, so Jeffrey Dahmer's like, "No," and he locks the door. And so Sweeney Todd pulls out his razor blade, and then Jeffrey Dahmer t- pulls out his drill because he never leaves home without it, <laughs> making brain zombies, and shit. Yeah, there's there's a no electricity. drill. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no electricity. <laughs> <laughs> so never leaves home without it. And he they fight to the death. And uh, so Sweeney Todd starts slashing, and Jeffrey Dahmer's trying to drill a hole in his brain so he could, you know, use him as a sex slave later. And then little did Jeffrey Dahmer know, um, Sweeney Todd knows Krav Maga, Iranian self-defense. Technique. technique. Martial art. (laughs) (laughs) So he uses some Krav Maga, does some self-defense techniques, takes his razor blade and slices Jeffrey Dahmer's throat, throws a trapdoor, and makes delicious homosexual meat pies out of him. And he uses the drill to hang up a mirror after that. Mm. Brand new mirror. Nice. Yeah.
1: That's a Story the whole family can get behind. Facts. All right.
0: So this is a family friendly podcast. So Sweeney Todd, Liverpool, right?
1: Uh, I believe so.
0: Okay. So Jeffrey Dahmer, you know, uh, he can travel back in time, apparently, and do Sweeney Lord, Todd, what? <laughs> so Jeffrey Dahmer. Travel back in
1: time. More like so, Dahmer Who <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, yeah. Travel Back in Time. So Jeffrey Dahmer,
1: you yeah, He's, he's like, got a subdual yeah.
0: screwdriver. He's got the same time and space. That's what happens when he switches his That's what happens when he switches his yeah. drill to reverse. He yeah. travels back in time. <laughs> so anyway, uh so Jeffrey Dahmer needs a vacation, he's like What's my favorite thing? Liver. I'm going to Liverpool. Ends up <laughs> ends up on Fleet Street, right? Okay. He uh, and, and I'm going off your story, uh, pretty much. But he needs a shave. He's looking pretty rough, and he can't get the boys with, you know, his rough aesthetic look because back then you had to be clean shaven and all fresh, and you know, mm. still have pubes, but face had to be all trimmed up and nice. So. He needs to Let shave. Me just throw this Easter egg. Out so, here. and he also, you know, he he actually finds out the secret of the meat pies. He actually knows that they're uh, actually yeah. people. So he's intrigued. He's like, "Something I love in Liverpool on Fleet Street. I need to shave. Let's go." So he fucking Ubers. Fun, <laughs> Fun fact: Jeffrey <laughs> Dobber
1: loves meat pies. So he and Uber- cream pies. So,
0: <laughs> so he Uber <laughs> carries. <laughs> <it. He> Uber- <laughs> <laughs> he, he, uber, he ubercated
1: <laughs> time out <laughs> the cat has come in to make sure you're not dying we're not talking about semen at all no that was about the gorgeous fisherman
0: earlier <laughs> <laughs> so he uber, uber carriages to fucking uber carriages.
1: Yeah, they put a new mod over it. Yeah, yeah to Sweeney Todd's
0: <laughs> So he, uh, he finds Sweeney Todd's place. He's like, you know what? I need a shave. I need a pie. He goes and indulges in the pies first. And he's like, you know what? These are pretty good. I need to meet the person who's in charge of this. So he goes upstairs and tries to get a shave. Sweeney Todd starts singing a fucking song. And Jeffrey Dahmer only loves fucking... Uh, you know, hairbanger metal and a little dance music. And Sweeney Todd is just singing the uh, god-awfulest shit in the entire world. So Jeffrey Dahmer thinks that Sweeney Todd is kind of sexy with the black hair, the white complexion. Even though he was kind of into black guys, he's like, maybe I can turn a corner. Um, that is and, true. Yeah, and get a little, you know, pasty with this. This is a true story. He wasn't into so, black guys. He, uh, he, he starts getting a shave and starts being a little perversive to... Sweeney Todd and Sweeney Todd's not into it, but, you know, Jeffrey Dahmer is, you know, who he is. He is, um, you know, kind of touchy-feely and just keep poking and prodding you until you give in. Sweeney Todd's not giving in. Sweeney Todd has that murderous aspect to him. And Jeffrey Dahmer is like, he all misses right. This is his wife. <laughs> He's like, all right, let's fucking go. So Jeffrey Dahmer and Sweeney Todd start wrestling. Jeffrey Dahmer, extremely strong for what he is. And Sweeney Todd can't handle it. And Jeffrey Dahmer uh, ends up finding some kind of heavy bludgeoning object. And hits Sweeney Todd over the head. And kind of disables him. And then he find, he turns out this lever in Sweeney Todd's thing. Sends him to the basement. So he kind of sets Sweeney Todd up in the chair. And sends him to the basement. Jeffrey Dahmer runs down to the basement real quick. And does his nice. little torturous a- aspect. He uh, chops uh Swingy Todd's head off and then cuts his dick off and then throws the rest in the fire, puts the dick and the head in a bag, and then heads on his merry way, and Swingy Todd is no more. And Jeffrey Number wins. Fatality. Fatality. Swingy Todd turns into his own mm. meat pies. Wouldn't that be crazy if Mortal Kombat was like a dick eaten monster and they had one Different it was Jeffrey Noma? Be crazy. <laughs> This is a Not tough... like, but, but, but like a yeah. eaten monster.
1: This is tough to decide. There are many parallels between the two. It is yeah. a good match. I already brought up the uh, cannibalism. Yes. Then we have the concept of not only subduing a victim to your private abode, office, whatever, yeah. but then performing some sort of very almost discreet yet horrifying... Act with them. Both yeah.
0: very, very, and like, also, if you think about it, two actual cannabis because mm-hmm. Sweeney Todd also ate the meat pies. Yeah. But they're both very tricky and they're both, they both have their own mm-hmm. kind of things how they do it but they both end up catching victims mm-hmm. and Tricking them and doing yeah, and what they like just do said, it. very discreet. A lot of things happening without nobody else knowing.
1: Yeah, I suppose there's just some dude in the corner, like wimpy from Popeyes, like, ooh, <laughs> hamburgers what <laughs> yeah. a haircut. I <laughs> fucking <laughs> love that movie. But yeah. But I don't know. This is really tough to decide. Uh part of me wishes I could just like, you know, fuse them into some hybrid being for future rounds and be like the best of both of you. crazy. The best of both of you. Sweeney Dahmer. Sweeney Dahmer. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Sweet- the
0: Dick Eaton Barber.
1: <laughs> Do we want to make a rule exemption and put Sweeney Dahmer onto the next round? Oh god.
0: Fuck. That is <laughs> that has never been thought of or introduced, but I would love it. If we do if we tied, if we do Sweeney Dahmer, it's going up against three zombies. Okay, Let's fucking we, no, do it.
1: Mm, I don't know. It's up to you. You're the judge. Okay, well, after that, I'll I'll make an exemption. There can only be one per tournament. Okay. If cool. it goes forward, you can only do one per tournament. I'm going with Sweeney Dahmer. I think something about their spiritual creep nature. I say and, we
0: do it. Yeah. So are we going with They like, say you
1: are what you eat, and they both we, eat what they are, so why I, are not... Are we making
0: them a pair? Like two individual people? Or are we
1: making them one... I'm making them We're like an animal, Frankenstein's monster... One, one
0: man bear pig. Yeah. God,
1: that's a good one that I should have done for next year. Man bear Mayor pig. Man bear
0: pig. Yeah. All right, Sweeney Dahmer moves on. Everybody wins. Thank you, Jeff.
1: Uh, man, I God. want to submit some guys one year, so it's like real low stakes, like... The Priceline Negotiator versus, <laughs> dude, you're getting a dull guy. <laughs> yeah, the Priceline versus the Progressive Bitch. <laughs> dude, yeah. That is
0: a hazy fucking IPA, dude. It is.
1: It, looks, it smells yeah, delicious. It, it looks like, <laughs> <have> <laughs> like something okay. comes out of a human body. I
0: didn't want the residuals in the can. That's all right. Uh, May I taste it? Yeah. I see. Jeff oh. first. Thank you. It is good. It was very good. Very citrusy. Salute. How's your Oktoberfest?
1: Very good. Are we that still recording? Solid. Yes, that's cool. We never stop. I,
0: never I like stop. it. I like the
1: vulnerability. Would anyone like to yeah. try
0: my saison? I'm good. good. It's good.
1: <laughs> Tune that, in that, two weeks from two days from good. now when we all have COVID.
0: Yeah, we'll be all right. That is a good Octoberfest.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Glad I didn't get that one. Yeah, it's not my thing. It's not bad. It's not bad. It's a little it's, too. When people say
1: that, they never say it. That's <laughs> good. like saisons are hit and miss. Yeah, so. it's a little too
0: sour for me. But that is the mystery. Bag. I
1: want a Frenchman to fart in my beer. If
0: you ask me, <clears throat> this is like a very, very good deal because the taproom that I got these from, uh, the beer is like between seven and eight dollars average. These were three dollars for a mystery bag, so you Dude, easily yeah. got an eight dollar beer. You easily so got they came in and I... mystery bags. Yeah. So they came. I didn't fucking do shit. That's what I wondered. I didn't know if you picked them and you just put them in bags and no, no, no. They came like that for three dollars a piece. You can get like that's a good IPA. That's a good Octoberfest. This is an all right saison, (laughs)
1: like. What we're telling everyone is to defraud this local business. Go in there and absolutely get your money's worth. They
0: yes. only have two mystery bags left after I know them. They make them up every week. I got so your if you if you go bags. to a local bar, Honestly, I really like this. This if is you, really if good. If you go to a local bar or a local tap room and they have mystery bags, buy one. Because... You have, like, a 50% chance that it's going to be something actually really good It's like a $7, $8 beer. And this says volume 21, so I don't know if this is, like, the 21st version or... The 21st beer they've put out. Maybe. Yeah. All right. We are now halfway through the first round.
1: Yeah, we should probably pick up the pace up there. I don't know. We're good.
0: Yeah. We're good. These, These usually last about two and a half hours. Okay. Yeah. Just an hour. Three hours max, but unless you have wrestling to get to.
1: I do, but I've already told the person I can get there later, so it's okay. Okay.
0: So, next we have Ghostface versus Killer Clowns. And by Killer Clowns there is 3. Okay.
1: I'm glad you're not specifying Ghostface Killer versus Clowns. Yes. It's Ghostface <laughs> versus Killer Clowns. Honestly, I think
0: Ghostface Killer would probably
1: I think the entire routine clan would run this table. I Probably. gotta be honest with you. The Rizza, the Jizza, Raekwon, <laughs> yeah. Inspected Deck, Old Dirty Bastard. Yeah. We got them yeah. all. That's thing.
0: And we named a cow Ghostface Killer. <laughs> we did name a cow Ghostface Killer. And then he died. Yeah. <laughs> um, you win. Are you picking Ghostface Killer or. No, sorry, Ghostface? Ghostface
1: or the Killer Clowns from Outer Space?
0: <laughs> killer Clowns? Three of them. Killer Clowns. All right. Trunks. So. Everybody knows Ghostface. Ghostface is popular for the Scream movies. He knows what you did last winter, basically. So, <laughs>
1: Another Matthew Lillard
0: staple. <laughs> so, he is in that. Well, he is in that, Any Matthew yeah. Lillard? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Ghostface, you know, he's just beep around the neighborhood, you know, killing teenagers at night. On a Saturday night, you know, while they're making popcorn, you know, usually it's Pamela Anderson, you know, while she's making popcorn in her kitchen alone. You know, whatever. Yeah. So, he's killing teenagers. However, he's beep bopping around the neighborhood, and he sees a birthday party, and it turns out that it's these three clowns. Well, these three clowns have a night gig, and that is killer clowns. They kill people as well. So, he's theoretically stomping on their territory. He's he's in the neighborhood. This is his territory. He's been here. These killer clowns, they're just, they're just visitors. They're just visitors. They're not here permanently. So, they plan to... Basically sneak into the house of the people whose birthday party was there and kill the family. However, Ghostface ain't about that shit. So, he waits for him like the two burglars outside of uh, Home Alone, McCulloch Holkins' house. The Sticky Bandits. The Sticky Bandits. A.K.A. the sticky Wet bandits. bandits. Yeah. So, he just waits outside like the Wet Sticky Bandits. <laughs> Wet and sa- the hot and sassy bandits, yeah. <laughs> like the Philly cheesesteak bandits. He just waits outside the Philly cheesesteak bandits. It's they're wet in, and sticky. They're in Chicago, they're right? Yeah. <laughs> With this is of sausage. Yeah. So he's just waiting outside, just hanging out, just waiting for him to show back up to kill the whole family. And he goes, "Nah, uh So they just throw down in the front yard after they show up. They show up, and he's like, "Hey, you're on my territory." And they're like, "No, we're not." And they're like, "Yeah, you are." <laughs> Riveting. <laughs> Uh, they're men of very few words, so they throw down in the front yard of the house, you know, it's the witching hour, it's midnight, between midnight and 3am, you know, so everybody's asleep, nobody wakes up, it's perfect, perfect scenario, everybody's on uh, Zoloft or whatever you fucking call it, so, 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 so they throw them in the front yard to kill crowns, so what do they got? They don't have weapons, they just strangle people with, you know, expandable balloons, they just kill people. Also known as balloons. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Otherwise, they'd be balls.
0: <laughs> so, Ghostface has his, you know, quintessential his signature butcher knife. So they just go at it. Ghostface, it's three to one. He knows it's a challenge, but they're on his territory, so he's super pissed. So he goes at them takes them out, just kind of one by one. They try to do their clown shit, you know. They have their, they have their honking horns. You know, and stuff uh-huh. like that. That's all That's all they really got. They don't have much. They don't have much for weapons. They, they're sadistic bastards. But they don't have much for weapons. At least Ghostface has his signature knife. Mm-hmm. Chops them down one by one. Walks away. And he's like, not in my neighborhood. And they just lay dead in the front line for the neighbors to find in the morning. And uh, that's the end of that. And then he just goes on killing teenagers after that. Pamela Anderson making popcorn. Nice. Boom. Okay. Killer Clowns and Ghostface. So, Killer Clowns, trying to make a three, name. Three of them. Three of them. Killer Clowns. Three of them. Trying to trying to make their name in the world, you know.
1: An a insane, trio. An insane clown posse plus one. Yes. A trio, if you will.
0: Yep. Killer Clowns, trying to make a name for themselves. keep bopping around town drinking Fago. Fuck yeah. Uh, killing babies. and, uh, <laughs> and we, we didn't have to go there. Anybody else? Um, stepping on Ghostface territory. Ghostface ain't having it. Killer Clowns. Kind of Carnies. I would lump Carnies with Killer Clowns. Kind of the same aspect. They
1: sleep together.
0: Yes. For sure. Share the same STDs. Be an adult. Yes. Shut up! This is not an adult podcast. Get out of here. I mean, it is an adult yeah, podcast. Yeah, they share the same like STDs it. and all kinds of stuff. So Carnies. <laughs>
1: carnies. Everybody
0: knows that Carney has a weapon under their fucking blouse. That's what they're
1: <laughs> known for most of all. For sure.
0: <laughs> Cheap rides and fucking weapons. So carnies, they want their money. They want their shit. That anything that happens, they want it. So Ghostface and Killer Clowns are facing off. Ghostface, one man versus three clowns. He has one shiny fucking butcher knife. The shiniest butcher knife that he could ever buy. He cleans it a lot. Yeah. With his Everybody fucking... knows you can't slice and dice if you yeah. got a clean blade. With his fucking skirt. And against Killer It's a cloak. Anyway. <laughs> so Killer Clowns versus Ghostface. Three it's to one visibility. Three men, three regular men against one man. They three break,
1: regular, three men regular man against one man. Does that mean straight American Republican? <laughs> okay,
0: let's just meaning. say clowns. They don't care. For
1: the sake Describe of Joe, yourself, I'm just a regular man. <laughs> for the sake
0: of, for the sake of Jeff, Who's an average Joe playing some dodgeball on the weekend. They're all gay. <laughs> they're all
1: gay. <laughs> well, besides that, they're completely regular. They get a lot of fiber in they're d- <laughs>
0: Their favorite food is broccoli. Yeah. us yeah. just say that they're regular
1: people. <laughs> regular people.
0: <laughs> they're human beings. How about that? There we go.
2: Woo.
0: <laughs> Nothing special about them. Well, I think that's reductive. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Didn't you? But anyway. Three clowns against fucking Ghostface. Ghostface has one knife. The clowns have fucking baseball bats and fucking horns and squeaky horns. noses and all horns. kinds of shit. They all have weapons. Like on their head? Bricks, bat, and chain, okay? Mm. Each of them has a weapon, okay?
1: I don't know where they were fighting <laughs> Mistress Mandy.
0: It's actually Gangs in New York style. Bricks, oh, bat, okay. and chains. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so Ghostface tries to come at one of them kind of cuts one in the chest and the other one just takes a baseball bat and smacks him over the fucking head and he's out cold and then the other one just strangles him with a chain all sadistically and fuck and shit and
1: fuck and shit <laughs> <laughs> all sadistically
0: strangles him with- sadistically and fuck and shit and ghost and don't ghost- forget about the ghosts <laughs> and Ghostface is dead because we all know Ghostface is just you know uh, a some, person. some dude uh, some dude pretending to be mentally challenged some dude disguises another dude playing another dude <laughs> pretending to be mentally challenged and fucks himself with a vacuum cleaner what's
1: player. better than this just guys being dudes yeah
0: just <laughs> guy time guy, so guy con- time so clown possums. we're all just three normal dudes just coming together to talk on a microphone <laughs> we're just innocent <laughs> men <laughs> so the three clowns fucking gang stop fucking ghost face All right, Jeffrey, what do you got?
1: I think Ryan's made the compelling argument here. Ghostface is just some dude. (laughs) We got three killer clowns from outer space. Are they from outer space? That's the full name of the movie, Killer Clowns (laughs) from Outer Space. Yeah,
0: like the Leprechaun, (laughs) Back to the Hood, (sighs) twice.
1: Yeah. Uh, And Outer Space. Smoke. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. I got to give it to the killer clowns here. Uh, You know, ultimately, I was prepared to vote against clowns today, and I guess I... uh, have not done that yet, but <laughs> clowns are ultimately just vaudeville like lamos. Yeah. Like they're, look at this idiot. Like, <laughs> But so far <laughs> they're doing pretty okay. Yeah. All right,
0: next matchup we have the most sacred of matchups Dracula
1: versus the Wolfman. Ooh. Sacred. This will mean something my great grandparents, I never remember. <laughs> <laughs> one of them was a
0: Wolfman, the other one never. Two. Woke up there so at night. for
1: all the pedants out there listening on hour two, on hour two, Frankenstein or Frankenstein's monster, like calling it. I'm just being an asshole. Yeah, Frankenstein. Frankenstein. Yeah, I think that's the right answer. If I say Frankenstein, no one's like, oh, yeah, that was a you're that like, was you're just, plastic surgeon. That was that you. was the chemist. That was the chemist in the castle. My plastic surgeon unfairly treated Doctor Frankenstein. <laughs> yeah. Cool. So
0: werewolf versus vampire. Dracula.
1: Hmm. The king of Okay, vampires. sorry, you can edit that out. I just completely played. No, you're friends. fine. We I don't did. edit shit. No, oh, Okay, well. <laughs> I do a little bit. We, we edit
0: things based on what stupid shit Ryan says.
1: Okay, so Wolfman versus Dracula. We both got canines going on. Yes. Yeah. Did I win? Yes. Uh, that's
0: incisors, um, you dumb son of a bitch. <laughs> I'm going to go Wolfman. All right. I get Dracula, the king of all vampires, the OG vampire. And uh, for context, I am going with uh, Dracula Untold version. Dracula, gotcha. You've seen it? You've no. Seen it? Okay, but you've seen it. Yeah. The wrong part. So, Dracula in a theory of the king of vampires, ruler of all. The OG, most powerful, whatever. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> blah, 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 blah. So, he, he does... This isn't the Dracula that helps you, like, spell and shit. Um, and like... <laughs> <laughs> Dead. <laughs> <laughs> <D-D-D-D>? <laughs> so, Dracula, you know, he's just bebopping around his castle and shit. You know, just hanging out. And, uh... Sucking blood. <laughs> sucking blood, you know, living life. Being being the king of the vampires. And um, he uh, hears that uh, some of his uh, troops have encountered some trouble, like in the countryside. It's true. So he goes, <laughs> uh, he's, yeah, it's a castle. He has troops. And uh, and they say, he hears tale that it's a, a werewolf. So he goes out to investigate, brings some men with him. <clears throat> it's a wolf, man. And all of a sudden they encounter under a full moon at night. They encounter, because they both come out at night. And, uh, <clears throat> encounters a wolfman in the middle of the field. He's got his men with him, and he's like, let me handle this. I'm the king of the vampires. I'm, you know, pretty cool. So, it's, it's, it's 1v1, it's wolfman versus Dracula. So, Dracula comes up, he throws off his robe because he doesn't need it. He has a sword, he has a side knife. Fuck you, rogue! <laughs> it's medieval times, so he has a sword, he has a knife, <clears throat>
1: Tourists have paid $12 to cheer him on.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's all he needs. He has superhuman powers. He is the OG vampire. He's Dracula. Yeah. During the night. Yeah. During During the night. Night, And the wolf man is the wolf during the night as well. But during Mm. the day, he is
1: Chuck. (laughs) (laughs) He is just... The, lo- no, the local just, village pantry owner-operator. Well, he's, he's just a normal guy during he's the He's a regular guy.
2: <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> Tedward, Tedward was actually the man. <laughs> the, the werewolf. <laughs> so, so they they go at each other. The werewolf, he, his wolf instincts are taking over. Like, he's not a human inside. He's just a wolf. He's trying to kill this person that's in front of him. He has wolf rage. That's it. <clears throat> it's his job to kill people. Um, So Dracula has his senses. He's he is a, like a, a, he's a functioning human being. He knows what's going on. He has a plan. <clears throat> so they go at each other the battle in the middle of this field. All the other guards are hanging back. Fight. <clears throat> so the wolfman dives at him. Hadouken. <laughs> <laughs> so the wolfman dives at him and uh, Dracula, you know, uses a superhuman speed uh, to dodge it. He slices the werewolf up, but everybody knows that the Wolfman cannot be killed. The Wolfman cannot be killed um, by just a mere mortal blade unless you cut off the head. That's the only way you can kill them. So he doesn't have silver. He just has normal blades. It's medieval times. Nobody has silver anything. So he basically takes a couple, sli- uh, takes a couple slices out of the Wolfman. Wolfman lunges back at him. Uh, uh, Dracula dodges it, and at the same time, one swift motion cuts off the wolfman's head. They basically ride into the sunset. They separate the head from the body so he can't grow back or whatever. And, uh, uh the sun comes up, and it basically dissipates the wolfman's body. He turns back into a human, and the human is dead. The wolfman will never come back. And Dracula rides off into the moonlight, because it's not the sunrise, yeah. and goes back to his castle, and, you know, reigns yeah. terror, and, um... Uh, be, you know, you order know.
1: some Doordash and <laughs> fires up the Pornhub tabs. Yes, stole Mary Jane from Spider-Man, as everybody <laughs> knows. Dracula, and then Pornhub—that's what he's most known for. Yeah, that fucking fat dick. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. All right, Wolfman versus Dracula. Dracula, super speed. Wolfman also very fast. Um, it's not that I'm not interested. I just have to pee. No, you're fine. Um, so Wolfman and Dracula, Wolfman is also fast, but Dracula is faster. I would say faster. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Um, Wolfman, crazy beast, Dracula, just a man with fangs, but also, you know, has kind of, I guess, super strength, but so does the Wolfman. So they're pretty equally matched. Uh, the Wolfman and Dracula have some beef. You know, Dracula called the Wolfman's mom fat. And uh, he doesn't take kindly to that. Wolfman is a straight-up man-wolf beast. Super strong, super fast, crazy, a maniac. Dracula, more contemporary, more human, more has feelings and stuff like that, but still a vampire. Um, The Wolfman and Dracula face off the Wolfman is more enraged and more furious because he loves his mom, and you know, you know, he only got one mom. Unless that's right. Unless they remarry, and you know, your dad remarries, and you got a step. Oh, mom. yeah.
1: Not the same mom as a social. Not construct. the same mom. Not the one many that pushed moms you. In this world. yeah,
0: not the mom that pushed you out of the womb, but yeah. you know, unless you had a surrogate. Mom. Right. <laughs> your actual. Oh, your actual, actual mom. Um. So the Wolfman's pissed. Ain't having this shit. Uh, you know, super fast, super strong. It's kind of a pretty equal match. Um, the Wolfman ends up coming out on top. The, uh, Dracula fades right, and the Wolfman is like, oh, okay, studied this shit. Fades right too, grabs the Wolfman, or grabs Dracula, holds him in place. The Dracula is trying to, like, swipe him, and the Wolfman just has, like, his head like you do a child. You know, when they're like eight and they tried swinging and shit. And the Wolfman just grabs him by the head and fucking rips his head off. Dracula's no more. Because once you remove Dracula's head, he's automatically dead. You don't need silver. You don't need anything like that. And the Wolfman wins. All right, Jeffrey, who do you pick?
1: It's difficult because both operate during the nighttime. Mm-hmm. One is presumably a normal person that turns into a wolf, and one is a guy that's constantly a demon. Mm-hmm.
0: And they're also, theoretically, based on history, historical facts, they're sworn enemies. Hmm. If, like the Van Helsing type of, you know, uh, what's his name? Actor? Um, Hugh Calum Jackman. Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman. Yeah, Hugh Jackman, yeah, Hugh Jackman and, and Van Helsing. Yeah, they're Constantine. Because Dracula kind of... I'm going to let you take the first step of that. Yeah, Dracula used the wolfman to do his bidding, and then the wolfman turned on him and killed Dracula. It's a French toast imperial ale from Southern Tier Brewing Co. With lactose?
1: It's really good. Toast? (sighs) Anyway. I don't know. I feel like Dracula gets the win here. I'm not sure that a bat could beat a Wolverine, but I don't think a Wolverine could beat a bat unless it had special chances. Mm, I'm going to go with a thing that's a full demon all the time. Gotcha. I know you're making big grandiose arguments, and that I'm settling on the that. Occam's Razor. But I think <laughs> it's got to go to Dracula. I would agree with that. Cool. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Next, we have. The historically top runner of a Halloween Deathmatch is Pumpkinhead oh, versus Bigfoot. Ooh,
1: Bigfoot. I'm going to need you all to fill me in on who Pumpkinhead is.
0: Okay. So, Pumpkinhead. Um, is this the Headless Horseman? Oh. No. So, uh, Pumpkinhead is... <laughs> I, I would advise you to watch uh, any of the Pumpkinhead movies because they're really good. So Pumpkinhead is... He's the wheels of Cinderella's carrot. Yeah, so Pumpkinhead Pumpkinhead is basically when he's asleep. So he's kind of like Jeepers Creepers. But when he's asleep, he's just a regular pumpkin. He's just a gourd chilling in the forest. A gourd
1: among men.
0: Yes. Allow. So he's just a gourd chilling in the forest. But Pumpkinhead has to be summoned by someone who has been wronged. And they seek Pumpkinhead for revenge for their wronging. And then Pumpkinhead transforms into a humanoid type figure with kind of a pumpkin head and a creepy mouth. And Pumpkinhead can't die.
1: Oh, I know them. They work in HR.
0: Yeah, they do for sure. So Pumpkinhead is kind definitely of Pumpkinhead die. is definitely kind of a he's a non-dying figure for sure. Um, but once Pumpkinhead has seeks revenge for the person who has summoned him, he goes back to sleep. But he's basically a creature-type thing that seeks revenge, kills you wherever he has to, and he goes back to sleep. So he's kind of like a
1: Mr. Meeseeks.
0: Yes. Basically. you hit. Um, hey, I'm Mr. Meeseeks! You hit a button. Oh, once he can yeah. do! Once he's completed his task, he goes back to sleep. Bigfoot. Versus pumpkin. Versus Head. Pumpkinhead. And you won, so... Uh, you, you want Pumpkinhead? Pumpkinhead! Alright. Bigfoot, or Sasquatch, as they say. So... Bigfoot, you know, just doing his thing, be bopping around the woods. And, uh, you know, as always, yeah, shitting in bushes, you know, doing the same thing. So, Bigfoot, he encounters uh, Pumpkinhead. Pumpkinhead is in the middle of the woods, he's in his territory, you know. Um, Bigfoot, you know, humanoid creature, animalistic, uh, he doesn't know the difference between somebody encroaching on his territory and not. Pumpkinhead, you know, he's been summoned, he's go looking for some campers, because that's how Pumpkinhead works. Pumpkinhead is summoned to look for a certain person. There's some people camping in the woods, Bigfoot doesn't know about, and Pumpkinhead is looking for these people camping in the woods. And Bigfoot just stumbles upon him as he's walking through the woods. So Pumpkinhead immediately considers this as a threat, as so does Bigfoot. So Bigfoot, uh, essentially, is like, "What are you? He's like, what are you doing in my swamp?'" And uh, like, <laughs> "Shrek, <laughs> yeah, what are you doing in my swamp?" And Pumpkinhead's like, oh, I'm looking for this guy." Donkey, donkey. Like, is like, oh, i hey, number for- three, my lord! <laughs> <Yeah>. And Pumpkinhead's <laughs> like, oh, I'm looking for Chad. And it's like, ah, but I'm not Chad, and you found me, so let's duel. So Bigfoot uses his almighty ape strength to basically um, uh, commandeer Pumpkinhead. They do battle. It's a good fight, and um, Pumpkinhead basically is too weak for Bigfoot's animalistic strength in his um mysterious uh shadow ability to blend into the woods. Monkey ability. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> So basically Pumpkinhead lunges at Bigfoot. Bigfoot uses the power of the forest to conjure all of his strength, which is not much, but Bigfoot overpowers Pumpkinhead, and I don't have much for this because Pumpkinhead is a unkillable person and Bigfoot is just a Mythical creature that sometimes exists out in West Virginia, so <laughs> almost in Florida and Texas. So Bigfoot basically like Bigfoot buries a big hole and shoves Pumpkinhead into it, and then he poops on his face, and uh, Pumpkinhead dies from sheer um, sepsis, and uh, that's it. <laughs> it's all I got because I'm going to lose, and I'm just throwing out stupid shit. All right, so Pumpkinhead. He's just a gourd right now. He hasn't been summoned yet. It turns out, uh, you know, Sasquatch, you know, Bigfoot has stolen somebody's child. He decided to switch to human meat instead of animal meat. Human meat. And he still... a moral st- decision. Yes, mm-hmm. it was. Uh, a very contemplated decision. Um, Bigfoot decided to steal somebody's child. The family is pissed. They know about Pumpkinhead. They know of his supernatural powers. They decided to go to Gord Pumpkinhead and summon him to take uh revenge on mm-hmm. Bigfoot because they saw Bigfoot take his child into the woods, take their child into the woods. Uh Pumpkin has he, Pumpkin Head has been summoned. Pumpkin Head can't die against a Sasquatch. Pumpkinhead <laughs> walks through the woods, ends up finding Bigfoot, and Bigfoot's like, get the fuck out of my get out of my swamp. <laughs> and Pumpkinhead's like, Fuck you, <laughs> Pumpkin And I'm just hunting for Chad. Pumpkinhead and Bigfoot face off. Pumpkinhead, undiable mm-hmm. creature, a monster, as we say. He's been summoned to destroy Bigfoot, and he will not complete this. He will continue to to you know face off against Bigfoot until his mission is complete. He will not stop until his mission is complete. Uh, Pumpkinhead ends up facing off against Bigfoot. Bigfoot is more scared than anything because he's a walking (laughs) gourd with a a humanoid body (laughs) and uh, slices up Bigfoot and destroys Bigfoot and then fucking bites a big hole in his chest and then Bigfoot's dead and Pumpkinhead goes back to rest. I would like, like to say that Bigfoot makes pumpkin pie out of Pumpkinhead. That's all I want. Yeah. That's it. Pumpkinhead starts in first Sasquatch Thanksgiving. Pumpkinhead seeks revenge and goes back to sleep.
2: Hmm.
1: The saying goes, it's not about the size of the dog in the fight. It's about the size of the fight in the dog. And unless someone's hiring Pumpkinhead, Uh, I don't think they're going to have a winning case here. Right. I'm going to go with Bigfoot, who has (sighs) only relied on Bigfoot for the duality of Bigfoot. And he poops on his face after he buries him. But yeah. Pumpkinhead
0: was summoned. By Chad. By somebody I picked. Because Bigfoot switched to man meat and stole baby. So basically, Jeff picks Bigfoot.
1: I'm picking Bigfoot.
0: Haha! <laughs> fuck you! Fuck you, Jeff! Big, Bigfoot <laughs> runs over him in
1: a monster truck that he had his name on the side of. Oh,
0: it. Fuck. Okay, I, okay. I think that's the first time Pumpkinhead lost in the first round. Speaking of just a quick side note speaking of monster trucks what was the girl driver of the monster trucks that was super popular nationwide and that was had... medusa
1: she was a wcw wrestler of the same name really yeah there was another one also too. known as a blaze in wwf from 1990 to 1994 she drove
0: monster trucks yes same person okay what was the other one there was another one too was it venom no it wasn't so venom. so so the International Monster Truck series used to come no. to our county fair, and I couldn't remember the name, but she was absolutely beautiful. No. And we used to have pictures of her, uh, we used to have no. like signed pictures because, like, we for $20 you could buy uh 8x10 pictures and you could stand in line at a table and they would sign no. them for you. Maybe she
1: that's was, Victoria, and she
0: was absolutely gorgeous, gorgeous monster truck driver. But anyway, quick side note. So, the next one, which I'm also super excited for, Leatherface
1: versus Leprechaun. Oh, Mm -hmm. yeah, baby. Austin Powers mode for this one.
0: (laughs) And the winner is Cody. So, I am going to pick Leatherface. Ryan, give me your Leprechaun story. Go. Leprechaun. Um, he is just chilling under his tree. Right? And, uh, Leprechaun has magical powers. He's a Leprechaun. He can snap his fingers and shit just happens. He can be one way. He can be another way. He can just go different directions and he can make stuff out of thin air like he made that go-kart out of bones at one time in Leprechaun 2. Either Leprechaun 2 or Leprechaun Leprechaun 3 is when he made the go-kart out of bones. Um, so Leprechaun... Magical powers, gold, such as that. Uh, it turns out Texas Chainsaw Massacre, um, Leatherface, aka, um, is looking for wood to burn in the fire for the homestead, and he ends up chopping down Leprechaun's tree, awakens Leprechaun from his slumber, um, Leprechaun comes out from underneath the tree and is like, what the fuck are you doing? Is all little hee-hee and fucking Warwick Davis and shit, you know, little man, um, and is trying to fuck up fucking Leatherface because he's chopping down his tree. And he doesn't like that because that's where he lives. That's his homestead. Um, Leprechaun's pissed. He ends up fucking up Leatherface. He ends up transforming his face into an ass. It ends up being somebody else's, a teenager's face. And he just saps his fingers, turns it into an ass. Leatherface can't breathe. And then the leprechaun uh, grabs his chainsaw, cuts his legs out from under him. And just uh, shoves the chainsaw on his chest, and Leatherface is no more, Mm. Mm. because he's magic, magical. Mm. So Leatherface, he got that big dick, energy, don't give a fuck attitude. You know, he was five foot seven. Leatherface was five foot seven. Yeah,
1: he just looked big because everyone else in that movie was small.
0: Mm -hmm. That movie, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, we call that the Tom Cruise illusion. Yeah. Mm (laughs) <laughs> Jeff did the old separating thumb magic trick. I'm
1: giving away the secrets on
0: the air <laughs> cody. Clever. Uh, so So Leatherface, he doesn't care. He's just he's just being Leatherface. He's got the family. The family also stands behind Leatherface, so you gotta take that into consideration. When you fuck with the family, you fuck with everybody in the family. The dad, the mom, the grandpa, everybody. Even the grandpa who was wheelchair-bound carried a shotgun. So you mess with everybody when you mess with Leatherface. We learn, yeah. So Leprechaun shows up in Texas. He's just hanging out in his tree. He built a new home in the middle of fucking, in the middle of Texas for some reason. Um, So Leatherface is just hanging on the farm. Leprechaun sees the family, sees the family house uh, on the Texas farm. And he's just like, oh, what's this? So he wanders onto the property. He can encounter his Leatherface, and it's on. Like you're, you're you're on Leatherface property. You're on you're on the family property. I can't remember the name of the family, but um, you wander onto the property. Leatherface doesn't know any better. He considers this a threat. So he uh, he like basically rattles his chainsaw for a duel to Leprechaun, and uh, Leprechaun <coughs> Leprechaun might be a magical being. <coughs> Leprechaun <laughs> might be an all-magic All-powerful magical being However, when you fuck with the family You fuck with everybody And there is at least four people in that family So, yeah, one's oh, in a wheelchair. Leatherface gives his, like, yodel oh, yeah. Three and a half. Less than three and a half. Leatherface gives us family yodel when everybody else comes outside. <laughs> <laughs> Even the grandpa in the wheelchair with a shotgun. What's going on? So I now guess? it's three on one. Or four on one. So now it's four <laughs> on one. So Leprechaun does his little magical dance and, you know, cast some spells and shit. But it's no match for a sheer chainsaw from Leatherface. Yeah, American Sheer made. American Texas steel. American still. made. So he runs after leprechaun. Worth Leprechaun's original. dipping and dodging, but he can't but he can't separate himself from it's leprechaun versus four people. So he's dipping and dodging, he's not quick enough. The family subdues him, they tie him up and they just they take him limb by limb because they like they suffering. Subdue him or subduing? subdue him? Subdue him. Subdue they were him. succumbed to and he made. <laughs> they subdue Leprechaun. They tie Look him at to the tree. this gold chain. <laughs> yeah. They subdue Leprechaun. They tie him to the tree. And slowly but surely, Leatherface cuts his limbs off one by one and then uses Leprechaun's face to make a Leprechaun mask that is just big enough because he's only 5'7. Leprechaun has a giant fucking head. Yeah. Because Warwick Davis is he's he's no a little match person for the murderous Hillbilly. That's family. the
1: most politically correct thing we've said all podcast <laughs> what is it what'd you say he's a little person
0: <laughs> he is a little person yeah so the family takes over leprechaun cuts him up to pieces and leatherface uses him to make a tiny blanket a regular man and his family versus a magical bean yep jeff they're not just a regular family they the leatherface family they're not incest maybe Leatherface not. I'm gonna give it to
1: Leatherface.
0: (laughs) Fuck you, Jeff! He is a magical creature. He can and snap and fucking be a different place. I have told I have said fuck you, Jeff, a lot lately. But it's out of love. You say that. I mean mine's- (laughs) Oh shut up! Mine's out of love too. I still love you, Jeff, but fuck your decision. That's fine. That's (laughs) fine. That's That's horseshit. (laughs) Next round. We have the undisputed rapping ass
1: goblins, yeah, three of them. I'm gonna need more about the rapping ass goblins, <laughs> the ragtime performers, RAG. Yeah, so, so yeah, three, so.
0: three rapping ass goblins versus Jason motherfucking Voorhees. Cool. Ooh. So goblins. If you pull it up on Google, goblins have powers. Goblin had goblins have powers as fairies. And other stuff. I just want to say the winner, the winner is me. So I got to pick. But carry on. Okay. Anyway, goblins have powers, magical powers such as fairies, fairy folk such as that. So they can.
2: Oh no! Oh shit! It's all right. It's so they on, can. Okay.
0: They can kind of zip and zap their way around, and you know, they have, <laughs> they have, they have, they have powers, kind of like the leprechaun, but a little bit more fairyistic. Yeah. So, um, but the goblins back from season one um, are just a boy band, and they're rapping ass, and they, you know, are trying to make their brand new album "Panty Dropper," and um, you know, shit keeps fucking with them, and they're just trying to chill in their in their hood in their tree, and you know, spinning on head spinning on cardboard and shit like that. So that is the rapping ass goblins. So rapping ass goblins versus Jason. So I have three okay. Rap- Three rapping ass goblins versus Jason.
1: Word. We'll just wait for Cody to get back. Yeah. Do, Do we, we have uh, any uh, sponsors we'd like to mention? We don't. We sure don't. Excellent. If you're interested in uh, sponsoring this program, don't talk to me. Mm-hmm. Talk to either of the Cum Brothers.
0: Do you have anything you want to plug?
1: If you're listening to this at this point, odds are good you follow me on Twitter at B Town Moose. Uh, there is one genuine thing. If I have your time at this point, uh, the Hoosier Ticket Project is a nonprofit devoted to getting deserving families, children, and young folks out to Indiana football and basketball games. If you have extra bucks laying around, if you have extra tickets to games you're not going to, there are young people of varying degree of need who would love to spend an extra day with their family, their adoptive family, their host family, their foster family, etc. For just the price of you saying, I don't want to make 10 bucks on. Right. Please, donate at HoosierTicketProject.org, and it is something that everybody benefits from. Sounds dope. It is really cool.
0: Yeah. Because I thought about going to a, an indie Fuel hockey game this weekend, but I don't think I'm going to make it. Um, but that's really cool. And it's <coughs> nice. Nonprofit Sending kids to games. Getting them in sports.
1: And it's something to do. No, it really is. It's like, you know, a lot of people, including myself as a lifelong RU football fan... Uh, it's not a good, not a good program right now. Yeah. But if you're paying for people or there's a donation made where Nana and Papa and, you know, Buppy can all get to the game and hang out and have some soda and popcorn together in the sunlight on a beautiful Indiana autumn day. Yeah. That's what this is all about.
0: And games are always better not watching them on the TV, but in person. Absolutely. And that's with anything, golf, tennis, any of that shit, baseball, any yeah. of that shit. Some the homeless man who was smoking a crap pipe bounced uh, out of the circle K asked me for a dollar for a polar pop and I said no. So you know give it to a family in need, not a uh, crackhead. The tangled webs we weave. <laughs> Timing <laughs> Timing. And what people don't know is Jeff is arguably the most famous internet celebrity we've
1: had on this podcast. That's very kind of you to say, doesn't as my dad would have said, that and a dollar gets you on the bus. Yes it does. It does. If it's on time. (laughs) Spin the wheel! So,
0: without further ado, three goblins, three rapping-ass goblins versus Jason Voorhees. And you know what? Just for you, Ryan, because you're my brother and I care about you, I am going to give you three rapping-ass goblins. I will take take Jason Voorhees. So, give me your shit. Alright. So, goblins... Just chilling, rapping ass goblins, you know, chilling in their fucking treehouse, just hanging out, fucking spitting rhymes and spitting game and fucking trying to, you know, break out their new album, Panty Dropper. You know, they've been working on it for two years now. Um, no big deal. Just a boy band trying to make it big, trying to be in sync, but better, magical in sync. Um, Jason is just, he's looking for teenage kids to fucking behead. head. And he ends up stumbling and walking through the woods and coming across the goblins. And they're like, fuck you, Jason. You can't come up. And Jason's got beef with the goblins because, you know, they fucking... They're in his way. Yeah. They uh they ended up, you know, calling his mom fat. And uh, Jason, <laughs> Jason loves his mom, as we all know. That's also, his...
1: Jason was played by his mom. He was, was. Yeah.
0: Plagued and loves his mom at the same time. You know, you know, par- oh, can't parent can't spell, you can't sound out trauma without mama. That's right. Oh, that's Parental abuse at weird. its finest. Very sweet. So the <laughs> goblins, magical uh, Jason, also let's say he, you know, he can't really die, but also has the highest body count in all you know killer history. Uh, goblins with the space. He Jason, yeah, he did go to space. Jason, asked. he's got
1: a, he's got Bin Laden beat. He does. <laughs>
0: Yep. Not just 9-11, but in that, you know, in the stars. Um, but, um, you know, Jason is, you know, pissed off because the goblins, you know, are playing this rap music and he only likes classical. Uh, Jason's pissed and the goblins are like, fuck you, bro. Uh, we're trying to make it big. And Jason's upset. So he, you know, kind of slowly walks over to him and the goblins have magical powers. So they end up going back in their house. Jason starts trying to punch down the door. The goblins end up, you know, they're basically like a gang. So they end up pulling out the AK-47s behind their couch. Um, and Jason busts down the well, door. This is Grand Torino. <laughs> yep, it sure is. It's actually a Grand Theft Auto Vice City. Um, and the goblins end up pulling out their AK-47s behind the couch cuz they're always strapped and Jay- they end up unloading on Jason. The clips are dead. They have no more ammo. Jason's still alive still has a head still has his sword his machete, machete um, and the goblins end up trapping Jason in a kind of demonic force field that keeps him still and they end up uh, the goblins end up taking his machete he they throw <laughs> they throw <laughs> they 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 end up throwing a bunch of rocks and Jason gets distracted and he drops his machete um, and they end up grabbing his machete off the ground and chopping Jason's head off and Jason is no more dead because Jason has never had his head decapitated except when he comes up with the rapping ass goblins basically m M&M plus three and um, he's dead alright so set the scene so there's three rapping ass goblins just hanging out, you know. Fuck yeah, there is. <laughs> <laughs> just hanging out in the treehouse, you know, just bee bopping in the woods. Fuck yeah. Uh, in the treehouse. Jason is on the hunt for his next victim, just walking through the woods. That's Water- pussy. <laughs> just walking through the woods uh, with his machete. And he comes upon the goblins' treehouse. Goblins are just spitting game, you know, you know, doing flip tricks on the piece of cardboard out in the lawn. Hell yeah, yeah, practicing their practicing their break breakdancing game. Fucking spin kicks, Bruce Lee in it. Spin kicks, I remember that's what you said. Yeah, I did spin kicks, spin kicks, <laughs> spin kicks on the front lawn. So Jason comes upon him, and uh, the rapid-ass goblins are like, "Hey, man, you're on our territory." And Jason's like, silent. He's a, he's that silent killer. He doesn't care. He's he's on a mission to kill somebody tonight. So he approaches them and the rabbit ass goblins, they grab they grab their AKs, they grab their gats, their tech nines, everything, they start shooting. But everybody knows Jason is an unkillable character, unkillable un, unkillable uh person. Um, so they start shooting upon him, the guns don't work, so they're all freaking out. They don't know what to do, so they grab their they grab their machetes, they grab the, they have machetes too, so they grab their machetes. So now it's a so now it's a machete fest. So Jason is slow. But he's still impenetrable, like a tank, a.k.a. Okay, a Mexican standoff. Yes. So uh, so the goblins are slicing at him and everything. Jason's slow, but he is slowly but surely, he is still strong. So he slices them him one at a time, decapitates all the goblins. He is an unkillable character, and after that, he's done his killing for the night. He has made his move. He's killed all three of the goblins. The goblins are no more. They will never release their untold album But it'll probably leak leak on the Mixtape app uh, at some point. (laughs) SoundCloud. It'll probably leak on SoundCloud eventually (laughs) next year uh, after their grandma discovers it on their uh, um, iPad Pro. Um, So, sliced up the goblins. Jason, unkillable character. He's done his mission for that night. He goes back into the water and he is safe for one more day because he is an all-penetrable fortress and he sliced up the goblins and that is
1: all. That's a difficult decision. Please make the goblins.
0: Don't don't sway the opinion of the judge.
1: You can't just say he's indefeatable.
0: He is. Time defeats us all. You know one thing that Ryan didn't bring up is water. Didn't need to. In his story. Didn't need to. They're in the woods. Give me 30 words. He didn't bring up water because... Water is Jason's number one weakness. Turns him back into a little child. They didn't use water at all, so Jason's always at his full strength. It was raining.
1: You can't add that afterwards. Well, you added that afterwards. I did <laughs> add that afterwards. <laughs> giving it to the goblins. Yes! You did that on purpose!
0: <laughs> Rapping ass, motherfucker. Panty dropper coming out this spring.
1: Also, if I'm just finding a reason to pull something down, Jason had to have his mom fight his battles for him. <laughs> he, he only, yeah, yeah, it's, has his um, battles on one day a year, no yeah. less. That is true. Those rapping ass goblins,
0: for show, making a comeback. Episode two. No, not yet. Victorious. Last round. And this is going to finish up part one, and we will do part two next week, and we will have that out for you. So, our judge has to go, no big deal. We've talked about doing it in part two, where this is probably going to be a a three-and-a-half-hour, four-hour episode. We initially, initially, uh, I brought the idea to Ryan of doing a part one and part two to give you guys kind of like a stable platform, because let's be honest... Not everybody's a Joe Rogan podcast. Nobody can sit there and listen to Joe Rogan for four hours. Yeah. And are they
1: really listening? Exactly. It's just background noise. We
0: figured we'd give you guys a two-hour episode and then another at least two-hour episode because after this we'll be in the final... Excuse me. We'll be in the final 12 characters and Jeff will be back again to finish this shit out because we have had a fantastic time. Thank you again for Jeff for showing up. Oh, it's been, it's been so been real. fantastic. And we'll Thank do our you. we'll do our outros our, in just a few minutes. Our friendly neighbor Jeffrey. But for now, for, <laughs> for now, let's get into it. <laughs> this, like right. this new <laughs> God, I fucking love that so God. much. <laughs> but, I love this so but much. But for now, let's get into it for this final matchup. It is Graboids, aka Tremors, versus the Predator.
1: Ooh. So good.
0: Alien technology versus ground mammals. Now, you know Predator, right?
1: Well, here's the. This is going to be the biggest fuck you of all. I have not seen either of these movies. Really? So, with your case, you need to come
0: over before Wednesday. Watch it I'm, I'm here for that. Watch so, graduates. Graduates. with
1: your with your testimony, yes. I particularly briefly would like to hear why I should be so scared of this. Yes. Things. Okay. So, so
0: Predator. Obviously, it's Predator Alien versus Predator. I don't know. I
1: haven't seen it.
0: (laughs) Oh, Oh, well, fuck. So, Predator is another alien from outer space. The only difference between alien and Predator is Predator is an advanced humanoid that is absolutely stacked and jacked. Very jacked human being. Very tall. Very massive. However, they have the capability of extensive technology, alien technology, to provide weapons, bombs, grenades, whatever... To their right. disposal. The only difference, like the only differences between like the regular alien xenomorph versus predator, is the reason why they had the matchup is they are both aliens from another planet. But the predator is more of a humanoid, whereas mm. the alien is more of like an all-encompassing monster from outer space. Yes, yes, yes. yes. No. But the predator has extensive. Weapon technology. Yes. That is how they fight the aliens. And usually whenever the Predator dies, if they uh, intend that they're not going to win, they will kind of push buttons on their wrist, on their forearm, and it will trigger a massive nuclear explosion. Instead of Predator 1, you should watch Predator 2 because Danny Glover's a police chief in it, And yes. I think you would appreciate Danny that. Danny Glover. Yes. In, New- in, in Los Angeles. Yes. Now, Boys technically the movie is Tremors. So Tremors is, Kevin Bacon is yes, an
1: awesome mullet. Yes. Yes.
0: For sure. The best mullet. Um now Tremors is basically a sandwormy kind of thing. It's in like I forget where they're where they're located, basically but basically like Arizona. Yeah, but basically uh Graboids are is the name that they give to them. And Graboids are basically in the earth and they're basically giant worms that sense motion and detect motion and come up out of the ground and will swallow you they also have three kind of uh, dick tongues kind of like alien mm. more of a dick but extend more more feet more like six or seven feet that have mouths and eyes and stuff like that so that, it's like half
1: dune half Beetlejuice.
0: basically yes. Um, but they are more, and their head is made of bone, and their body is softer. And they kind of slither their way through the dirt, and sense motion and vibrations, and then they come up and attack their prey and swallow them to bring them back down. Gotcha. So that is a grab one. I you with a cat. Take yeah. the baby. No. <laughs> 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 Sorry, Jeff. Fine. <laughs> it's just claws. It's okay, Bernie. Yeah, yeah it's just needles. <laughs> Sorry. All no, right. it's fine. Cody, ryan you <laughs> All right, y'all go ahead. So the winner of this drawing is Ryan. Going graboids. All right. One. Huh. So, one. Let's do two. Okay. Well, let's say with the theme we'll do three graboids because it's been because that was the time. initial thing was there was three. They killed one, another one come up. They killed that one, and there was three. We will do three grab boys because that has been the trend. Is three grab boys, dope. So, We'll see, Jeffy, and it's one predator, one predator versus three grab boys. So, when predator comes down. He's like, oh, oh, Tucson, Arizona. Sounds like a nice spot. So he lands. He's planning to take over the world in Tucson, Arizona. You know, it's arid, it's dry. The Predators don't need anything to have everything on their home spaceship. It's got a cloaking device. It can make anything invisible. The Predator itself can also make itself invisible. The difference is that Graboids sense motion. So when when the Predator walks, they can still sense them on the ground even though they're moving.
1: Invisible is nothing, basically. Exactly.
0: Correct. Because they measure everything by sound. However... Even, even though they measure everything by sound, they can still be coaxed into false alternatives. Right. And that's how they defeat them with Kevin Bacon and yep. whatever the fuck. That's how they defeat them is they kind of sense the vibrations do that. And once they come above the surface, they're weak. Yes. Their body is made... Or their head is made of bone, but their body they're is They're only soft. the strongest while they're underground. Yes. Because you cannot get to them. They're far enough underground that they leave a trace of where they go, but they, you cannot shoot through them or anything like that. So... The Predator uses his, coaking, his cloaking technology. He, his, his, his cloaking he shoots technology. coke underground. So he lands in the middle of the desert, and the Graboids, uh, the Graboids descend on the mothership because it lands on the dirt. It is their territory. They have always been there. They're ancient beings, uh, essentially dinosaurs, if you will. So they descend on the mothership, and the Predator walks out of, out of the spaceship, and he sees these motions in the dirt and he knows that something's going on. However, he has advanced alien technology to ray guns, bombs, everything else. So when the Graboids actually surface, the Predator uses his ray guns, he uses his alien technology to blast the Graboids. The Graboids try to grab him with their three dick tongues. It doesn't work because everybody knows the predators earlier allergic to dick tongues. And he's like, nope, not today, Satan. So so he blasts the dick tongues out of the out of the face of the planet, blasts them away. Sh- he throws everything he can at the graboids. There's three, keep that in mind. So they're still underground, they're servicing, they're trying to figure out the best angle to get the predator, the predators on the ground as well. They can sense this movement to try to basically encapsulate him, eat him whole and everything like that. So, he So the Predators come at him. Two of them surface. He blasts both of them away. He throws grenades. He shoots his laser, everything like that, because he does have alien technology. They are still mortal earthworms. Regardless, you can still kill them with regular guns. So he uses alien technology to blow two of them away. The third one comes up, swallows him whole. However, he has the ability to throw grenades. He has the ability to blow uh, himself up. So the third one swallows him all. He's swimming around in the earthworm body. The, the Graboid's going through the freaking earth, carrying him away. So the Predator uses a self-sacrifice method and throws a grenade inside the belly of the earth tremor, the Graboid, and blows it sky high. However, the Predator is an alien. He is a superhuman being. He comes out unscathed, a little bit of hurt, maybe a little bit of damage. Not unscathed, maybe a little bit of damage. Walks away, walks up to, walks back up to the mothership. Gets in the mothership, and he's like, "Fuck Tucson," and he's like, "Peace out, bitches." Fuck and then Tucson. he goes back, Fuck and he goes, he goes to Utah after that. Well, there's no graboids. All right, so graboids versus predator. Um, predator hunting human beings. The predator hunts human beings that he finds are good foes or good good people that he can face off with. The Predator only attacks if this person has a weapon that he can identify with his alien weapons. It's it's basically his alien like identification device. They have a gun, it recognizes it, and he's like, okay, they're a threat. And he goes after them. Grabboys don't have a weapon. So the, the alien lands in, fucking let's say, Arizona, I guess. Um and they, Yeah, and the Grabboys have already awakened. They sense motion. First of all, the aliens or the predators just walking around. You know, he's just chilling and you know trying to kill some babies um, or whatever. Babies. <laughs> babies with guns. Everybody always wants to kill babies. So he's trying to. He's hunting, and um, he is trying to find a good match for him to face off with. But he only attacks whenever his alien sight or whatever. Is in his mask and basically identifies a weapon. He doesn't identify graboids because they're underground. He can't sense them. He can't do anything that with his alien technology. Uh, the first one comes up and senses motion. It grabs him from underneath the ground. He takes his alien blade, his like you know crazy fucking mish- double machete, basically with serrated edges, and fucking stabs the one in head and kills him. He's it. giving him more credit than I did. The, he oh. kills, He kills the one and he comes he comes out unscathed. He starts walking around and now he the predator is smart so he knows that he can see the things moving but he can't move fast enough. He can't fly he can't do anything he can just run. Um, so he's running around and the graboid comes up and grabs him and takes him down and swallows him whole. The Predator is knows that he can't get out, he can't do anything, so he sets his off his detonate, detonation device to where it basically caused a nuclear explosion that can take out like a third of the state. So he sets off his detonation device and knows he can't get around because he doesn't know there's three of them, he just knows that there's two. Um, and he sets off his detonation device for his nuclear bomb. He dies, the Graboid dies, but there's still one left, and he ends up... Dying from the nuclear blast, so does the other two graboids, and there's still one left that is two miles away that hasn't sensed any of this energy. Graboids win, and there's still one left.
1: I'm gonna go with the literal underdogs here. The Graboids. Yes! And now, because he won.
0: I only does have there is
1: only advancing
0: one Graboid in yes. the next round. Okay. Yes. Sweet!
1: It goes right up there with uh, what was our choice for like the hybrid? Something Dahmer.
0: Oh, 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 oh! I got it right here. I got it right here. It's um, it? it's Dahmer? Sweeney Dahmer. Sweeney Dahmer. Yeah, <laughs> I love that idea. We
1: need if they met in the finals. We'll we see do. what happens. Mm, well,
0: you know. well, if Sweeney Dahmer beats zombies, he will be the by character, and the by character, I'm beats... the by character. <laughs> <laughs> How Damn. much? Wink, wink. Enough. <laughs> Enough. <laughs> So, depending on who wins next week, there is zombies versus Sweeney Domber and Graboids versus three goblins. So, whoever wins of those two rounds, that is the by character to go into the final four. Technically, only one Graboid. Yeah, one Graboid. One Graboid versus three goblins. So, whoever wins between those four matchups, those four characters will advance into the final four automatically. Nice. Alright. I'm looking forward to it. Yes. Yeah. Alright, uh, everybody. That is the episode. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for downloading. This is part one of the Halloween Deathmatch. Stay tuned for part two coming next week. we record it next week. Um, and that will come out after Halloween probably. I'd say it'd be, it would be after Halloween. Yeah. Because Tuesday's Halloween. It'll be the week after Halloween. Yes. So that will come out. I've, if we record it on Wednesday, I'll probably try to get it out the next day. Um, so it'll be right after Halloween, so no big deal. You'll still have Halloween Deathmatch Part 2. We have a a lot more coming up. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for downloading. We fucking love the shit out of you. These are our greatest episodes we've ever come out with. I love them so much. I laugh at them every single time. Uh, we love you guys so much. Let's get out of here. I love
1: the both of you.
0: I love you too, Jeff. love you
1: too, Jeff. And nose
0: ring all. (laughs) That's the best part of you. Thanks, man. I know. Lead you away from a (laughs) buffet. All right, guys. (laughs) Thank you so much for sticking around. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate you guys. We have been a steady three weeks in a row, about to be four weeks in a row. And I fucking love it. So thank you so much for listening. Like Ryan said, thank you so much for downloading. We appreciate you guys sticking around. Appreciate you guys that are still listening to us. And just share this podcast. Get it out. We love for new listeners to come up. I love when people tell me that they love listening to us and they crack us up. And I'm like, why don't you spread the word, bro? Let's Spread that fucking word.
1: Put it out there.
0: Church come. Without further ado, thank you again, Jeff, for coming and being the judge. Thank you, Jeffrey. This Uh, has been been one of the greatest podcasts ever. Appreciate you so much for coming in. Do you have anything else to plug for us before we leave?
1: Not in particular. Uh, Just look out for your neighbors in these tough times. That's really all I got to say. Nope.
0: Go and follow Jeff. We plugged his stuff earlier. It is B Moose on Twitter. He is one hundred percent Twitter famous. Don't don't deny it. Uh, go follow B Town Moose on Twitter. Look out for all those catchy puns and all those catchy things that are going on. Follow everything that Jeff has to do. Love you, Jeff. Thank you so much for coming on this Jeff podcast. Jeff is fucking great. Everybody loves Jeff. We will see you all next week for part two. Don't forget to go and get some pumpkin from Southern Tier Brewing Co. You know what? Just take it, set it on a shelf, room temperature, age it for a year. You will not regret it. Just one bottle because that was absolutely a ridiculous, tasty start to the night. Thank you all so much again. We will see you all next week for part two of the annual Comcast Halloween Deathmatch. And don't forget, when life gets hard and life gets you down, you milk that motherfucking pig. Peace! We out!